Welcome to the preseason power rankings. The official power rankings. The only ones that you should be paying attention to. Because me, Custer, and Jonathan were 100% right last year. And shush, 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 Don't tell me we weren't, because we were. We've rewritten history. Everything that we said came true. And we brought along our little gremlin friend, Mr. X. Yeah, I'm the one who's actually usually right. Uh, You know, even though Custer and Johnny are on the desk, I mean, they're just... Yeah, I mean, they're just there because we don't have anybody else. I mean, it's usually me and Josh's ones that are right. <laughs> you right, came out right. of this once. What? You came out of this once. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. They're like, hey, we got to make this interesting. Throw Matt on. I mean, they're like, hey, someone's got to save it. I mean, come on now. <laughs> All right. We've got. Hey, two- Scott, welcome to the show. Scott's just getting destroyed. We brought Scott back because he was so instrumental to last year's episode. He bumped oh, yeah. the Valiant up many, many places. And we're hoping yeah, that he can persuade us. Year. We're Who's hoping he can persuade us to do the same again this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, well, uh, my love for the Valiant has since like drove off a cliff. So <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna move them above twentieth, but hey, you guys can try and convince me this time. Oh, okay. So it's gotta work the other way around. That's uh, that's <laughs> good. that's gonna be a problem. <laughs> um, we haven't even discussed. Are we are we we're not doing one to twenty, are we? We're doing yeah. the, the regions individually, no? no Wait, are we doing numbers? numbers? No, mate. We're doing listen, listen here. This is how it's happening. We've brought back old Old Willy Whiteboard. Oh, <laughs> Willy Whiteboard. Where are we gonna put this? Our webcams are in the way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold it and cradle it like a baby. Look at how little room my head has. <laughs> Look at this. I'm not, I'm not gonna spread out. You're not gonna bait me into spreading out, Kurt. I have to squeeze in. But um, yeah, here's the, here's, here's the beauty. I've got myself a sharpie, um, mm-hmm. for old times' sake. So we Does only this have a sharpie. You got a permanent one? Yeah, yeah. of course. I mean, we don't make mistakes. On, it's nostalgia. We don't make we mistakes on the show, Matt. We don't make mistakes. Yeah. Just happy little accidents. So wait, that's how, <laughs> like that's how this happened last time. Yeah. Oh my god. How are you not clued in? Did you watch last year? No, no he didn't. Don't ask the question. I was like, ah, oh, I can't sit through that. I mean, okay. Wait there, though. We aren't. We're gonna do. Here, let me. Let me explain the process. We're gonna do. <laughs> do you one even show. know the process? It sounds like you don't have any idea what the process is. You haven't let no. me speak, Matthew. I have the perfect process, right, ready to go at the top of my head. Well, okay? you said here's the process three times, but then you refuse to say anything else after. So I figured you don't really know. I'm buying time to think of the process. <laughs> <laughs> Right, one through twenty. One through twenty. That's how we did it last oh, year. That's wow. how we should do it this no, year. We started, right? No, we started. No, we started twenty to one. We went twenty to one last time. Yes, right? but, but, but what I mean, Back Scott, is that we're not going to split the regions up. It's, well, it's yeah, just twenty to one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why don't yeah. we just start at ten and work our way back, and then work our way back up? <laughs> start at ten. I think Matt's going to be a liability throughout this whole thing. That <laughs> seems like a very plot chat thing to do, is to kind of figure out who's in the middle and then position people above and lower. Go on, then. Who do you think will be at number 10? Like, literally, yeah. number 10 right now. And d- don't, right, don't try and work down to 10. 10. And don't try and work up to 10. Just give me Chengdu 10. Hunters. Yeah, I'll tell Chengdu you who's number 10. No, I think they're higher than 10. Hold on. No, yeah, I think they're higher than uh, 10 as well. Well, wait, wait, hold on. What are you doing? Don't put the, don't put the. Uh, I'm writing plat chat power rankings. Oh, oh. have you guys that, done any prep? Six, like actually, one. like done any like pre power rankings? Like, uh, yeah. I, I have a YouTube series. If you yeah, go but, check that out, you know, just yeah, trying to sell it. It, it, it was wank. <laughs> you just used like tears. It was wank. 
It, no, it, it, numbers. Blank. what are we fucking 2014? Okay, no, that yeah. was a great tier list, very informative compared to what we're about to do. Where we're about I to didn't know, which I wouldn't know. I had no yeah, idea. I mean, listen, okay. if you if you want informative, you can go back and look at the team previews. Right, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Number ten would be Atlanta Rain. You're fucking mental. You're no, actually that's, mental. Uh, they're way higher. We're not than Matt, you're done. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> how do I? Two, three. Oh, he's gonna run out of space. That is four, not enough space for a ten. No, five. That's, that's kind of good. Yep, that's pretty six. good. After that, you have seven. Yep. Eight. Oh wow, he's nailed it. Oh, Look at him. Unbelievable form. Dominated, actually. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Um, but we want to start from the bottom. Is that what you were saying, Scott? Is that what we did last year? I yeah, think that's what we did. Last... I think it's fine. easier to start from the bottom, right? Because we said Valiant, and then Costa was like, no, no. Yeah, and I was right. Come on, guys. Like, trust me. The, I'm going to be a genius again. We're going to run it down. Run it down, man. Run it down? Do you mean, do you mean run it back? Yeah. No, run, run it down. Back. You know how you run it down mid? Hello? Yeah, that's not a positive thing. <laughs> Did we start the episode? Do we want to restart this? This is really What's happening? Listen, We're stalling listen, for Advius. We've got money for Kurt. We've got yeah, this. True. All right. This is the god that we must all uh, <laughs> abide by towards the end of the episode. Number 20. I want your picks for number 20. Do we even, do we need to discuss this? The LA Valiant. I... I it, could, you, you shut your Look mouth. Look at him. Right Look now. at him. Look at him. He okay. can't resist. Due to recent reports. Like, obviously, I don't read into everything oh. that has happened too oh, much. Oh, my but... God. No, I can't do it. I think okay, to clarify, this uh, is end of season rankings. No, yeah, end of season. Yeah, end yeah, of season. Now, yeah. So you know, we're putting Yelly Valiant there. Okay, yeah, but, I think that is, but let's let's take a little tangent. Let me put the whiteboard away for one moment. To just disc put the whiteboard. Right, little from all the work though. we've done so far. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> little tangent, though, little tangent. Because what were you about to say? You were about to talk about the rumors and people. People love the rumors, and I actually the think that. It, but we don't cover rumors here on Platinum. No, we, we don't. don't cover rumors. We don't. But that's also Matt, because the reason that I want to bring this up is it's not really the, the the rumors are no longer rumors. Philadelphia Fusion put out an announcement saying that they have visa issues for the beginning of the season, and that was the rumor, right? Was that Halo yeah. tweeted out saying, um, "What the the Valiant uh, only above one team that's got." 250 ping players or something. I wonder who that is. I, I bet the Hangzhou Spark are playing from the UK, actually. That's probably what team he's talking about. But the, uh, Kurt, are we able to bring up the thing about Philly? Because I think we should assume for this episode, I, I got in touch with some of the Philly guys, the, the GM, Roston. and oh, he said smart. he, Yeah, he said he couldn't share too much because it was so last minute before our episode. But he also said that by next week, we should be able to be in a position where... Uh, things are more, uh, I guess, transparent about what's going on with the Philadelphia Fusion. Put them um, number one. <laughs> so I like, I like a little oh. adversity early in the season. So oh, Johnny, can I go? Yeah, bye bye, Jonathan. <laughs> um, so so basically, what they said was that um, Poco, EQO, uh, Funny Astro, Christopher, and Shockwave were having issues getting into Korea, right? which I assume is because Korea isn't handing out visas at the moment due to COVID. And also, yeah. they're, probably, they're probably in the middle of readdressing their policy based on vaccinations. Because yeah. I, I think at the moment, they still require a mandatory quarantine, even if you're uh, vaccinated and have proof of vaccination. So 
while they go through that process of like evaluating whether they want to change that, it's probably really hard to uh, to deal with. So yeah, are we gonna tough. are we gonna evaluate them based on the ideas that they are going to have visa issues or that they aren't gonna have? Like obviously, like throughout the season, as time goes on, they're going to get their full roster back. Are we gonna evaluate them on their full roster or like where they're yeah, gonna we, start? Yeah, we we go by where you where think they're, they're gonna, gonna be at the end. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I would also say that since we don't know who. We don't know how long they're going to be out, these players. And we also don't know who their replacements are. We can only really judge them by their current roster, as if their current roster yeah. is playing like seriously all together. And then if it comes out that... I mean, if it gets to the end of the season... It's like the Vancouver Titans situation from last year, where we ranked them like sixth or something, because we were convinced they were going to boom themselves completely. Um, or... Sure. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, or just dominate the league. And they, they boomed, so... Uh, yeah, anyway, there's the, there's the tangent. Number 20. Valley. Valley. Yeah, write it down. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you got this. Yep, keep going. You got it. Yeah, that, that'll yep. work. They yep, are number sure. 20. Yep. Wow. Yeah, this is, oh, hey. Yep, uh -oh. Okay. <laughs> are you going to write the Valiant or are you just... Beautiful. Yeah. If somebody makes a joke, you could potentially choke on that thing. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Look at that. Number 20. All right. Lock them go. in. Number 20 is locked in. I just drew it on the table, but it's all right. It's not really a Sharpie. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> all right. Do we, do we really want to? I, I mean, we've already gone over the Valiant, right? Like, yeah, we had, yeah. We've talked about, about it enough. About yeah. I don't think we need to spend that much time talking mm. about it. Number 19, though. What are you guys feeling? Because I Ooh. think this is where it starts to get sticky, to be honest. Yeah. Are there like three teams clumped up here in the next like no. few? No, no. I think I think I think Vancouver is below the other the oh, other couple of teams true. that you would yeah. expect. Like I think I think Vancouver, as much as they have like a bunch of like players who have played in the league, nothing really inspiring out of any of those players. I don't see this team doing better than you know your Paris's or London's or anything like that. You don't think even with the ping issues that the Paris players will have and the fact that they have so many inexperienced players? Like, Paris is the other candidate, I think, for 19th position, right? Like I, I was other... even looking at the Outlaws, maybe. I... Oh, that's brave. No, the okay. Wild card. Yeah, okay. Well, that's, that's... I, I was going to say, I thought, like, your next four would be some kind of combination of Houston, Vancouver, Paris, and probably London. Yeah. Just kind of oh, like... Say that again. Your next London's four, gonna be down here. Uh, I think probably just by how strong NA are, they're just gonna get boomed a lot. Um, Would you like me to bring up Custa's tier list that he made? No, it's unimportant. No? We're not gonna yeah. reference that at all. <laughs> nah, you know, I'll just, what, I'll just what, go. What I'll reference list, it myself. God, what was your tier list? What, what, like, what do you Where mean? Where can I find your tier list? <laughs> no, Matt's gonna steal my homework. Come on, guys. No, Matt, no, you don't need to steal my answers. What? You don't want me to bring it up. But you want to know what it is. Well, I'm trying to get him to plug his YouTube, but he can't even figure it out. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I already plugged my, I've already plugged my YouTube. I, you know, slash Costa. YouTube slash Costa. Do it. Yeah, there it is. Subscribe. Um, no, but like, I honestly think that uh, the Vancouver Titans are there. I don't know what Matt's talking about with Houston Outlaws. I think they're going to be way better than these, like, this, like, tier of teams that we're talking about right now. And I, I just think you can't understate as well that we're playing Brawl Meta right now. Like yeah. Paris and London, that's their bread and butter right there. So I think they're more likely to succeed at least early on in the season. Yeah, just judging off a roster, you're you're probably right. I think Houston, 
like Houston at worst is probably going to be better than Vancouver and, you know, at least like two or three other teams probably here. I also think that like Paris, they have more like upside potential. I think I, I kind of like what they got going, you know, even though it's early days and got some rookies in there and some, you know, talent that needs to step up. I still think that there's like upside potential there compared to the likes of Vancouver Titans. Like, I don't know how much better we can expect them to grow. Like best case scenario for Vancouver Titans, I think it's lower than best case for Paris Eternal. All right. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that as well. Yeah, let's, let's lock in the Titans here. All right, let's lock the Titans. Lock the Titans in here, put Atlanta at like ten, then we'll, we'll kind of work our way down. You know what? I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Atlanta. <laughs> no, in no, 10, no, 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 no. We're gonna figure don't out how dumb that 10. is once we get there. No, right? it's probably I really like good. It. They're definitely better than ten. No, no, don't put them in ten. What do we want to change it? No, it was a meme. It wasn't supposed to be the. No, not... I'm putting them in. No, you told me to put them in tenth, and I'm putting them in tenth, and we're gonna. But I like Pelican and Edison. I think they're gonna no, be better than ten. <laughs> no, Matt, Matt said they were tenth. All right. How do I no, I just counted this? the 10 best teams I thought, and I just, they were they were in the alphabetical order, so I said Atlanta. So clunky. All right, there we go. All right, um, so 18th then. Since, since the battle between 19th was basically between Titans and Paris, are we, are we essentially saying then that Paris, by default, kind of just slot into that 18th slot? I, I think, I think so. Uh, yeah. Trying to think, yeah, London's probably better. What yeah. about... Yeah. <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. looking at the rosters, yeah. I would say Paris probably fits about here. Okay, all right. Listen, no arguments here. I think that... Can't draw sight. Listen, we'll make, we'll make this look pretty at the end. It's not pretty at the moment. You did That's what we said last marker. time. How is it going to be pretty? Yeah. Well, I've got different colored markers, Matt. I can rub it out and start again, Ooh. which we couldn't Whoa. do with the previous one. Ooh. I... Um, yeah, that's about it. That's all I can do. 17. <laughs> what do we think here? 17. Is this London? Okay, this is where this is where we get to what I would like to call the real teams. Um I think. <laughs> Come on. No, Let like teams the teams live. Come on. I mean the teams that like have a chance in one of the stages of doing something, of like actually making a yeah. tournament. Even all the way down at 17. Like normally, last year. We hadn't gone to the real teams at this point. Yeah, true. There's, there's normally there's normally only a few real teams, but mm. I feel like this season's got some decent depth in it. So that even down here, you're thinking like, all right, this is a decent roster. Like it might be able to do something if the meta goes its way. It might be able to make it towards like a, you know, like the play-in bracket for one of the stage playoffs or something. So uh, yeah. let me ask this then. Uh, recently, obviously rumors that Houston Outlaws are doing well in scrims. Uh, and mm -hmm. Never heard that one before. Houston, Never Houston heard that Outlaws one before, by the way. <laughs> going out on social media and like pumping themselves up for doing well in scrims. I'm, 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 that's, that, that will never end well. Like it doesn't, like I'd rather just be like, I ah, were doing kind of meh in scrims. And then you come out with a bang and just like start getting dubs. And people are like, damn. This team popping off. Don't pump yourself up about scrim bucks on social media because you're just, it's just such a disappointment if you now go and lose a couple of games. Do, do oh, you guys actually believe that Houston Outlaws are like doing well? Do you think there's something to that? And do you think that could carry on? Is there like a universe where they're like a, you know, top 10 team? Best case I mean, scenario. Uh, top 10? I mean, right now, right now in the rush meta, possibly over the course of the season, no. Don't believe yeah. it. Yeah, that's the thing to me as well. Is that this is the this is one of the com this is one of the metas rather that should suit a team like Houston the best. And I just don't, I don't, 
until they actually yeah. translate that into success, I don't think you can say that you've seen any evidence why this team would be a top ten team. Like they, uh, they it, it might does make sense with Django and Piggy. Yeah, like, exactly. Sorry. With Django and yep. Piggy, like this, that, that should be their best tank line. It should be when you're playing stuff like this. Friends, are yeah. I think you really want to see them tested outside of this and see whether they have what it takes to actually compete on a range of uh, different styles. I also yeah. think in some metas, though, like a Dante happy DPS line has the potential to upset some people. Like, does that mean like make a stage playoff? I don't think so. Uh, but I but I think they have the capabilities to like probably beat some teams that you wouldn't expect them to beat just on the you know, one of those or both of those players really kind of playing well. Yeah. H have you yeah. guys have you guys heard the the Jake support sort of musings that have been going around? Jake's been playing a ton of support in ranked and that kind of stuff. I think Jake, if you could get Jake, I don't know when he would ever play over Crimson or Juby, but it like I think if you can have Jake's leadership in game, I partnered with like Piggy and Django. I've played against those guys are nuts. Like they're actually destroying NA ladder right now, and they're just like putting on so much work. I actually think houston is going to be better than a lot of people are thinking and i actually buy into the scrim bucks mm. like even a little bit i'm not saying that they're going to be like incredible like their scrim bucks are saying but i think they're i don't want to put them down this low personally scott is selling me on this oh well i mean <laughs> was houston in the argument for 17th uh well i think you know the name was thrown around uh i'd probably put someone else there get a mosquito in your face um, you know, I just wanted to clarify because I think it's it's an interesting topic, you know. I think a lot of people in general just think out Houston Outlaws and they think negatively, like, you know, like, oh, they'll, they'll never be good. But, you know, it's interesting now when people come out and they're like, yeah, they're actually pretty good. You well, know, it would be funny. In Rush Meta. Like, we'll we've, lasts. we've always thought they would, like, be pretty decent in previous seasons and then always fail. It would be pretty funny if we ranked them low this season and this is the one season that they actually, like are on the rise, on the come up. I think you probably have to put... Is it London in this spot? Um, Where I, is, um... I, I probably think London will do better than Houston. Is that hot? No. I mean, that's kind of what I was talking about. Like, it's really like your kind of personal preference on like some of these teams that like... I, I, think, I think I would take Houston over London just for like the experience and then also the fact that they're not playing on the super high ping. Uh, I think that's going to be pretty beneficial for Houston. Yeah, the ping is interesting. It, like, I think that kind of, that definitely hurts London a bit. What? It's a weird yeah, year on. in the fact that I actually think all these teams are actually pretty good, but we're deciding if well, they're 17th or 16th and stuff like that. As Sancho said, like, right, it's, exactly. like, it's, it's weird a, having teams team. this low and they any actually have season. a lot of potential. Yeah, any other season, like this Outlaws team would be like one we would have like up near the top. Uh, cons yeah. But like this season is just, there seems to be so many good teams. I, I think you say the same with London, right? Uh, you know, especially if they were playing in NA. Um, yeah, does, I, I mean, Houston probably has a higher ceiling than London. I would say. I, okay, how do you guys feel? Based on Dante and Happy? How do you guys feel about Boston as well? Having given it time to process since their team was kind of picked up, put together. If we're talking I like about, Boston. What's wrong? I like him. Do you like Sorry, I'm like, Do you like yeah. Boston more than London and Houston right now? It's a, it's tough, I you mean, know. Like the only real footage I had was when we did the experimental card tournament, but like that looked good. I think they played that really well, you know. They had a couple of nice compositions. They came out, had good teamwork, good synergy. I like what they were doing. I think there's a lot of potential there. 
I actually, I actually think Boston Uprising could be, you know, could be good this year. Boston would be in like my next tier. Like after these two, I was gonna say Boston, Toronto, and like Hangzhou and some, some uh, kind of mm. three team thing. What do we think about the Spark? That's what could that be a team, team that'd be like a a mess. I that was the team that I thought was probably losing a Valiant. I didn't That's think I people were too. talking about Philly like. Spark, they have, like, they've been slowly teetering off, and I don't think they've been getting better like everyone else in the season. I don't think their additions are insane. Like, I like Legion Banar, but, like, everyone else, I'm sort of like, yeah, okay. Like, it's it's not incredible. I think they are going to be one of the weaker teams in the APEC region. I think they've got so much talent on paper. Like, they, they have an outrageous amount of talent, but it's not... That's not, not. It's really never been their issue. Has been the talent that they've had. Oh, they've think, always had like a, so many good players. Yeah, they've always had very good players. I think the problems for them have always stemmed from like communication, figuring out who to field, uh, figuring out the meta. They're always very slow to be able to pick up on that kind of stuff. When Hero Pools was was heavily in, they they were slow on the uptake. That's what. Now I they're trying think... to incorporate one, two, three more Chinese players, right? Uh, yeah. Like that. That. yeah 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 and they then they have... also added a ton of more korean players right in a short amount of time for me it almost screams like they have too many cooks in the kitchen like they have exactly. too many quality players and like there may be communication issues you may not actually figure out who's the best and what it just changes by the day because it's so competitive but yeah i think they just have straight up better players than some of the other teams that we're considering here I don't think yeah. they should be 17. I, I think no, 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 than no, 17. No. So, oh, yeah. yeah uh, so, okay. London so, seems like the safest pick. Let's narrow it down. We're talking about between London, Boston, and Houston for this, for this spot, right? Those are the three teams. There's no one else's name that we want to throw in the hat for this spot between those three. Y'all think Toronto will be way better than down here, right? I think so, personally. Yeah, I think yeah. so, too. I think no Scott, one wants Scott to go has on a an answer. Give like Scott. a hot take. It feels like we're all skirting around the topic because no one I, wants to be the one. I don't. I don't think. I think Toronto has the most likelihood to end up in this tier, but I wouldn't put them in this no, tier. That's yeah. the, this is this is who I would have. Like I agree with those three teams. Um, I will say that I I personally think that Boston and um, Houston uh better than london i think they're probably like yeah. i wouldn't put them in the same tier i would put boston and like above just a little bit further above london but i would put london at 17. Uh, i'm good with i'm good with london here i think yeah, i have i think I they're have, probably more talented but what are you gonna say josh i have more faith in london than all, both of those other teams as well i think and, so too i think is, i'd rather put houston here they, like they might do well now in rush but i'm worried like if the meta changes then i have more faith in london I like London. Yeah, I mean the problem with London as well is that Rush should be their best meta by far too. Like that's what they grew. That's what they've grown yeah, up. Yeah, but I, 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 uh, you know, I'd be more confident in like more metas with London Spitfire. London like. also, I mean, we won't see it at the beginning of the season, but they will get Sparker uh, during the season. Yeah, uh, yeah. look to be very yeah. strong. So they'll have Shacks and Sparker, right? So yeah, I mean the addition of Shacks is huge for them too. I think. Um, I don't know, man. This is. This is tough, and we've only got to the seventeenth position. Just to put, like, like, but the reason it's tough ranking. again, just to state, is because the teams are good. Like these teams that right. we're talking about are probably going to be pretty good. Honestly, the team that ends up down here is just going to be the one that shits the bed. It's probably not going to be like yeah. they're consistently no, yeah. worse. It's going to be some team just booms. 
I, so the thing I, is, I have Houston at high boom potential. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Houston, yeah. to me, more than Boston and London, has boomage potential. Like, but, the, I, I just, like the I idea like, that they've only picked up Juby as the main support and now they're having to potentially have like Jake fill in for him on the support slot, if that's what Jake is doing to do that, that fills me with fear in the core of my heart. <laughs> Maybe they're going to be good for a small period of time. I do not see that lasting throughout the I whole thing. I also worry about That's so much uh, pressure about, on Jake. We talked about this in the uh, the preview episode. Johnny just left. Uh, they have a reasonably tough schedule at the start. They have a week one. They play start. Dallas and the Shock, uh, and then they play London and Paris. Uh, so if we think London is kind of around here and like you know maybe kind of they can hang and rush. That could be a start. I feel like for for Houston, if they get off to a good start, they can like keep that confidence. But I feel like if they get boomed at the beginning, it's going to be tough. But I see. I think London will is a more consistent team. Like at, like if you looked at the course of the whole season, like I think their highs are way lower than Houston's highs, and their lows are probably like not as bad potentially. I think Houston though probably has more potential to like get there. But I also think they have potential to boom, like you said. Like uh, it's very high risk. Are we just living in the past though? Because of like, have we just been burnt by Houston so many times? Like my problem with Houston last season was even though they picked up some talent and they had some better pieces, the core bones of the Houston Outlaws still exist. I don't think that really is the truth anymore with this Houston Outlaws team. Yeah. They have they have new coaching uh, like structure. It's not like they have like a couple of players on their bench like, I don't even know why this guy is still here. Or like this person just like might not synergize. I actually think the Houston Outlaws team isn't going to boom anywhere near as easily as we've seen them in the past. And I think they they're putting in a lot of coaches. Work. They have two head co-head coaches so and Jake is a coach that's flexing to main support. No, he's, I don't think he's flexing to main support. I think he's flexing to flex support. I think he's going to be that second flex support that everyone has. But like, that's not the point. That's not what I'm trying to say. Like, I like, why do you think that's so bad? What's wrong with Harsha? Like, like the coaching, uh, like coaching structure that happens right now. Well, I don't think like there's necessarily like anything wrong now, but I agree with the high boomage, boomage potential that like if there was like a structural, you know, or internal like hierarchy dilemma that it could be like some issues happening there that wouldn't happen on a Spitfire in my opinion. So I think there's some boomage potential and that's probably why I'd put Houston out loss here. Over Lono Spitfire. Oh, this is tough. So are we tied to Lono Spitfire to Houston Outlaws? Or... I'm. I'm still not we need, to, we need to put this team down, okay? Kurt has to sleep as well. Yeah, you know? I know. I'm. I. I think people were trending towards London before I rustled the the, the boat. So I'm. I'm happy to go with that. I feel like okay. Boston is slipping through here as well. Like just slipping and sliding. Well, if you put London, if you put London in 17, would we all agree that Houston would be 16? Sure. Again, I'd be down with that. I want to bring Scott's up Boston. Scott's got them higher. Are you do you want to put Boston down here, Sideshow? You're just instigating. You're not you're not providing. With, okay. Where do you want to put Boston? Ah, oh, maybe. So here's 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 how I would probably rank them myself. I think that well, actually, I'm I'm unconvinced myself. But Boston to me have not um that they, they have a an interesting direction for this season, and they're not just going to be a tragically poor team by any means. But I think they've still got quite a way to prove that this roster is going to be able to hang with the genuinely good teams. And I think London have already got all of that teamwork and synergy developed already. Their player pieces might not be at the same high level as the others, but it's going to give them an early advantage. It's a perfect meta for them as well. And they're going to be able to ride that out to a, to a decent, consistent ah. finish. Whereas I think that 
yeah, I mean, Houston have the potential to be really poor, and I think that Boston have still got a lot of work to do to actually build that kind of stuff up. The Boston is here though. Like they're they're all playing in a house together. They're going to be on like good ping. Like I think that has to be a factor as well. Yeah, well, we don't know how the ping is really going to affect teams, though. That's like, true, too, yeah. It's as possible to make the argument that London's going to be better because their opponents aren't going to be used to the high ping. As yeah, to that's say also that a good point, yeah. They're as good oh, when I, they yeah, play against they, them. Like, it is equal, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't actually know whether it's worse to be the team that's always playing on 90 ping or the team that is normally playing on, I don't know, what, 30 ping? And then 30, suddenly yeah. you have one opponent where you're forced onto 90 ping against them. Is that worse? I don't actually know. Like, I don't know. I, that might play out both ways as far as I'm concerned. What do you think, Custer? I think it's definitely worse. I think adding 60 ping to someone is, like, really bad, especially if you're oh. used to playing on lower ping. Like, it, I don't think it's close. Like, you can train yourself to play at high ping. And I, a lot of people have over the time, like, throughout Overwatch League. Like, we even saw it last year. But I think going out, as you said, out of a random anomaly of you have to now play with 60 high ping, I dare you to go play west coast ranked and then play an east coast game and not realize you're like oh wow this is just like very different it takes a little bit of assimilation to get to that point yeah all right i think i think we should just put on a spitfire here yeah i yeah it's it's mm. contested but I, I i think for the sake of moving on and getting through this video it has to be done yeah, I think it this is going to be, be the one that this is going to be the one that we look stupid at at the end. I feel. But already. you wanted to? Didn't you want the Patusa there? Yeah. Because me and Saito, <laughs> me and Saito wants to move London up. Okay. Yeah, but, like it. But I think London's a fair. I don't actually agree with Matt. I don't think we're going to look back at this and be like, "How are we so dumb about London?" Because I think their highs only get them like their high is like know, what twelve, some yeah, somewhere I mean, up this side. Not really of the that board. high. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be a team that like jumps to this side. Of oh the board no, no, like, no! Holy no, no. shit! How did we miss that? Whereas a team like Houston could. I think Houston has that kind of like yes. volatility where you could put them. I think you could make an argument for them to be anywhere from seventeenth to like. They're know. like fucking uh uh the Houston Outlaws are like fucking GameStop. One week they're fucking three dollars, the next oh week they're God. fucking five hundred, uh, and then they're <laughs> back down to fucking twenty bucks, and then all of a sudden you turn around, they're 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 up near the top again. You don't have no fucking clue what's happening. I, I, I will say losing Spark for two months. What's that? Sorry, go on. I was no, just gonna won. say it's the volatility of the Scrimbucks stock exchange. Yeah. Very volatile at the moment. Now you fucking convince me that Boston is worse than Houston. I I I, th I think no. Let's let's put London there. I I think it's noticeable yeah. as well. Losing yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. we've months, already yeah. we've put London in number sixteen. Okay. The teams that we were discussing were Boston, Houston. I assume that we're still going to be discussing <sighs> yeah. the same teams here. What yeah. what makes you guys confident that Boston are good this season? That's the question that I have for you guys. Like, what is it I think that makes the you look at this is solid. They got Myeongbong yeah. on flex support. We like that guy. Yeah. They got an improved coach. Valentine Valentine's is popping fucking off sick. on the yeah. flex DPS. Yeah, solid tank line. Nothing spectacular, but a solid tank line. To me, this is a team that will be sneaky good, okay? We'll underrate Boston Uprising the entire year. They'll be sneaky good, be consistent, not have that much like an internal fuckery going on. I think they'll consistently <laughs> be a good team. With upside potential. They I also thought players. Punk yeah, like was it. better than people thought. Uh, I mean, he was playing last year. I mean, uh, God bless his heart. I mean, that team wasn't winning anything. But like, I thought I think Punk's actually a pretty quality player. Like, I don't think he's a, kind of a slouch in the off tank spot. 
I think, think he's the person you're going to see playing from the Western team as well. Like, I don't think, like, you need to remember as well, then you had coaches, Laurie, who was coach of WGS Phoenix, who worked with uh, Faith and Valentine. So yeah. I think you're going to see a massive amount of synergy being built around that. We, and that's the direction they're going to lead. I think they're just going to play punk. And that's what we've seen from everything that they've shown in the preseason as well. Yeah, and they did that in the experimental. Uh, they played Valentine, yeah. I'm 37, Stan 1, Punk, Myungbung, and Faith. Uh, Valentine really impressed, like, obviously you can take, like, I mean, they actually played, like, real comps in the experimental when, like, Gator mm -hmm. was playing McCree on the other team. Uh, but Valentine looked fucking sick. Uh, really, really quality player. Uh, and yeah. when we interviewed on 37, he actually gave, like, a, a reasonable answer. He's like, uh, when we asked, like, how are things going in scrims and whatnot, and he's like, yeah, you know, we win and we lose, we win a bit more, like, I think we're kind of, like, uh, like upper middle of the pack currently, but they can get there. Uh, where typically, usually everybody just says they're dominating in scrims. Uh, so I actually kind <laughs> yeah. of believe that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which which that like tends me to believe like yeah maybe they are just like upper middle of the pack. Which I mean we are kind of getting there, right? Like at best you'd put them in what fourteenth, right? Uh, so, uh, you yeah I don't want to open best. up that kind of was. I I think I personally think Boston. As much as I do really like Boston and either of these teams could be a 15 and 16, I think Houston, in my opinion, is more revitalized and I'm more excited. I think uh, Houston have more of a bench. While I don't think Boston is going to use their bench a lot, I don't expect oh, to see yeah. a ton of color hex or fusions throughout the entirety of this season. Like, soon. We don't really have that. Like, we'll soon tweeted GGs today. So I don't even know what's <laughs> yeah, going on knows. with him. So it's GGs. just like chaos all over. Yeah, you just, that's all it is. Just GGs. Yeah, just GGs. So now everyone's just reddit detective like trying to work out what that means um but yeah i i think as much as that boston core those six players like those five korean players plus punk is solid i think you're going to see more depth from houston outlaws going throughout the entirety of the season the here's here's why i'm worried about both of these teams to be honest is that even though the uh, boston uprising have a decent roster on paper like i like you were saying don't think we'll see much flexibility from them in terms of the the actual depth that they have i also don't i think that there's a real challenge in making those players come together and like and and have a, a huge amount of synergy they've got um players who are rookies coming in like a fairly decent amount they've got players who are starting to drift off in their careers slightly who they're gonna have to like find places for stand one hasn't played a full season in the overwatch league as the main tank so we don't actually know like the full breadth of what he's excellent at we only really saw him play orissa over the course of the season we saw him like come in bits and bobs elsewhere but for the main portion of it that's what he was playing and so i i think there's definitely and unlike the player quality as well it, it's all right but it's not it's not great like it's you're not pushing it over the edge this tank line isn't going to compete with the best in the league this dps line maybe valentine is going to show something but it, i think overall it's going to compete with the best and then houston when i look at them man i think they're going to be only good. I mean, maybe not only good at the beginning of the season. I think that's a bit of an overstatement. But I think now is where they have to be getting their wins. Because Piggy and Jangu, it's absolutely their best meta right now. Playing Ryan Zarya and just... Or, or the, the rush meta in general, I think, favors them massively. And I think that the, the depth is like... The depth is deceptive. They look like they've got a big roster, but they actually really don't have that big of a roster. They've got Jake, who's mainly focused on coaching, so you immediately take it out, and they've only really got an eight-man roster. They don't have backups for either of their tanks, and they don't have a backup for their, for their supports either, unless Jake fills that position. So 
they're really they're really limited to what their their players are good at, and then they just have the depth at the at the DPS area. I, I think that the when you look at the roster and you're talking about like player depth, it's really only like who you're chopping and changing at DPS to try and account for the meta. It's not it's not that you have people to fill if Piggy and Jangu underwhelm when it comes to uh, a dive meta or a poke meta. And it's not like if if Juby is too green, you don't have a replacement there. You literally don't, like Jake would have to fill. I think there's so many potential holes that are going to bone them throughout the season if the meta goes their, the opposite of their way. Like if, if this team starts to struggle, they're going to really struggle, I think. Yeah. But if, if yeah. they can just cruise on through and like everything works out well for them, this team's going to do pretty well. But I just don't think okay. they're like... They're not... Um, they're they're not um, they're not anti fragile, which is a term that I know that Yiska likes to use. Which is anti fragile. Anti fragile teams are teams that like thrive in the chaos. This team is not going to be one that thrives in like wild meta swings and all sorts of shit because it, it's going to be a team that actually is easy to boom in terms of the um, the meta that they're playing or the uh, potential structural issues. I'm not really confident in either of the next teams, even though I think they're going okay. to be pretty good. I think they've got holes. Here's the thing. You're, you're all making arguments for Houston Outlaws being, you know, the best early on because of Rush Meta. Their first four matches, Dallas Fuel, San Francisco Shock, Paris Eternal, London Spitfire. Beating Dallas Fuel in Rush, I could see it maybe. Yeah, I could. I could potentially see that. Are you looking like best case scenario, there's a 3-1 there because you probably yeah. lose the Shock? Yeah, I mean, best case is a 3-1. If they beat the Shock, that's yeah. just unbelievable. But I think a yeah. more likely scenario is 2-2. Like, they either lose to Dallas or London. Because London, that's I true. think, are going to be a pretty good rush team. And I think that Dallas have, you know, like a good roster, even if rush isn't their meta. So I think there's, you know, there's a decent chance that they lose to one of those teams and beat one of those teams. I think you're more looking at a 2-2 two and two in, like, okay. at, at the beginning of the season where they need to get wins. That's, that's why I feel so worried about them, honestly. And when mm-hmm. you say Rush is their best meta for a team like Houston, I mean I, I'm basing that off the tank line though, uh, basically because essentially, yeah. yeah. And rumors. right, but would you be worried though, like if it's Rush for let's say the first stage and they go two and two, and then Hero Pools come in with balance, yeah. and then Rush is not a thing that they kind of are. It's, a it's little bit I'm, out of their depth. It's not that I know they're going to be bad. It's that I don't know how good they're going to be. Like, right. I know that yeah, Piggy yeah, and Django are good at They won't this. be terrible, yeah. I don't know how good Piggy and Django are at some, like, Winston Diva, you know, like, either slow or fast-paced dive-poke kind of stuff. I just don't know. Like, I don't know how, how they compare to, to the elite talents. Mm, they definitely have way higher upside than Boston. Like, if Houston clicks, like, the talent is just better. Uh, yeah, that's 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 what I think. See, I don't know okay. if I even agree with that. Like, <sighs> I, I, I think good. I think these teams are almost equal. I would put them split 15, 16, because I think they have the exact same issue where they have a lot of new players coming in. They have a lot of great talent, theoretically, but we have no idea how it's going to click together, especially seeing as you have a lot of new pieces coming into a pre-existing pieces as well. well so but, we just don't know. But like Josh mentioned with, uh, or was it you, Scott, uh, with the coach from uh, Boston, Levi, having experience with some of these other players, oh, and they have experience... Lori. Yeah, Lori, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and them having experience... Things. Yeah, and them having experience together, maybe they click a bit more and faster than, like, a Houston? I don't yeah, know. I mean, I, mean, I mean, 
Houston have junk buck as well, and I think the junk buck. Yeah, I mean, so I, I feel like we're just like we're just picking at straws here. Like I, I feel like both of these teams are basically the same in the same spot, but well, Houston know, has a much higher upside, and Boston doesn't have that much of an upside. I know how to yeah. solve this because people are gonna people are gonna come on here, you know, and they're gonna be like, oh, yeah, yeah. plat chat, always always with the bad rankings, and so instead we just get Custer to pick between them, and then we can just blame Custer oh, because Custer's oh, not gonna yeah, be on. Fuck it. Custer's not oh, going to be on a, afterwards, and then we can just I, say... I have a better oh, idea. I have a better idea. We can save, yeah, we can save Scott. We can save Scott. We can save Scott. Kurt, who do you think is going to be in 16th? Boston or Houston? You know, I'm going to do my boy Jake Dirty. I think it's going to be Houston. Yo! Yo! Shit! Kurt oh, has spoken. The voice of Sorry, God Jake. has spoken. <laughs> Holy macaroni! I also want to. So now that we've locked in our bottom yeah. five, bottom six teams, I want to um, I want to pose a question to you all. Are we ignoring APAC too much? Could there I, be was, just, I, I, I think this is where Hong, well. this is where Hangzhou has to be. I think Hangzhou is down here. Has to be. I don't has think they're going to be very be. good. Okay, I think I, I. I don't think Hangzhou are going to be the second worst team in APAC. I don't think. I think gonna it's going to. I think it's going to be Guangzhou. Yeah. I, think I mean, I was going to say it's. I was going to say the next, the, the bottom two teams I was looking at in APAC would be Guangzhou and Hangzhou. And, uh, but that opens up the can of worms where I'm like, is Boston and Houston better than Guangzhou or Hangzhou? And that's that's honestly where it's like it seems like this far fetched, ridiculous idea mm. that like these two teams could be worse. But like, I think I really like a lot of the players that Boston and Houston have, and I think there's a lot of synergies. And I think. Guangzhou, we've seen a lot of them from like just like open scrims yeah. and matches, and they don't look like they're playing together well at all. Kaylee looks really lost. Great mechanical skill. He just isn't synergizing with the team well. And then you look at Hongzhou, as you said, they have uh Chinese players and Korean players, and they just have so just like so much talent, which I think makes you over expect I, for the team. I could see both Boston and Houston being better than Guangzhou looking at the Guangzhou roster. I also think though that haven't you seen the Guangzhou roster before now? I mean, well, I mean, I, I've been busy. I haven't had, uh, you know, all day to play classic WoW just sitting on my ass. So I, I've been doing stuff. Uh, uh, Out of left field. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I mean, well, okay, we did the, about, the preview of them, but I haven't seen them play. I'm what about kidding, this argument? Though, as well? I'm kidding. What, what about this argument that the APAC teams are arguably going to be closer in terms of level? So even if you're at the bottom, you're probably still going to be able to steal wins. Whereas, like, uh, if you're, I don't know, what's the best way of putting this? When there's 12 teams in North America, there's a larger spread in terms of skill, I think. And so the bottom teams, I'm thinking like specifically your Titans in Paris, but I think this extends a bit further up the table as well to these three teams. If they're playing against the likes of the Shock, uh, the, the Mayhem, the Justice, the whoever the hell you have at the top of your league in whatever your power rankings are, they're probably going to get a lot of losses racked up because the skill disparity there is higher, I think, than, than in APAC. Like, I think Guangzhou can still get wins off some of the other teams. So I think they, they will rise up the table somewhat naturally anyway. Their record will be better, but they may not be an actual better team. Yeah, yeah, I think that could be the case. I think at the top of APAC, it gets harder to rise up the table, because like the second best team in APAC still has teams taking maps at, matches against them, whereas hmm. the top NA teams get yeah. a ton of games for free. But I think once you get to the bottom of it, it, it tends to like cluster closer together. 
Yeah, I, I completely agree. And it just goes back to the idea that we were talking about with like Hongzhou and Guangzhou. It's like, as much as we are putting them low and we're trying to like, like almost talking about them being like in the bottom five, it's like these teams are still very good. And if they hit the right meta, the team synergy starts popping off. I think they can be very good teams. And I think they could be second best in APAC. As you said, I personally think Shanghai is head and shoulders, the best team in APAC, yeah. but every other team below that is like, uh, yeah, your money's off at that point. I feel pretty good, though, about putting the charge here. Because... Yeah. yeah, I agree, yeah. I don't, don't want to yeah, do I've them done. dirty, because I think there's upside potential with Guangzhou Charge. Like, I like some of their players. Like, the tank line is still solid with Ryo and Krong. I, as Costa said, like, Kelly's mechanical skill, Eileen, we can't see Eileen. Eileen is nuts, yeah. Yeah, the back line, I think you have some questions with Mando and Kariv, but, like, even Choice One, I liked some of his gameplay I watched in Contenders, like, when I started up on this team. I don't want to do them dirty, but I think... Probably here is the right spot for the charge. Yeah, I don't think See, 14th I, is doing them dirty, though. Nah. I, I think Spark should be 14th, though. I think Spark are going to be worse than uh, a lot of people so are saying. Skill, I, I agree with you. But, but I will ham on Spark in the team preview. Because like, I think that they'll perform worse than expectations. But they have so yeah. much individual skill. Yeah, I mean, but they need to put it together. And like the last season, they tried to bring Architect in to be like that superstar player. And I just, I think Architect is a great supporting DPS, but I don't think they have that player and all these players that are going to take them to that next level that they well, need to be, be able be to shy. beat these other teams. Shy would yeah. be like the star DPS on this team now. So now you're gambling. Do you think Shy is good enough to put them, uh, to elevate them that much? And then you're also looking at potentially like a complete split with like three chinese players and three korean players down the middle with like a yeah well gushui yeah, liege is their redeeming factor that is yes sick. yeah they'll be that's good that is sick line. that's a great tank line i think they also have more talent in the back line they also have yeah more more uh, like uh depth of talent in their dps line as well i did they're an incredibly talented team they're one of the best teams in apac on paper right it's just that they are not they're not we do don't trust that. them. Nobody trusts them. Yeah, there's no I mean, way they're going to fulfill their potential. You just they have they have too many issues. I think there's, but but I think putting them as the second worst team in APAC, I think is I don't things would ha it would be worst case scenario if they were the second worst team in APAC. I like if it went valiant, yeah. and then Spark, that's like a disastrous season for the Spark. Yeah. Oh, it could that happen. Is a, it could yeah. still happen because APAC is that close. But I don't think it's going to happen. With this much talent, there's a good chance you find some combination that wins you games. Hey, even uh, if they just like U4 was promoted to head coach and they just like went full Chinese, like five Chinese players. Yeah, like, like it's still a pretty good roster. Yeah. Okay. Do you do you think Guangzhou it's... is probably there? In yeah, 14. I I want to I want to put Guangzhou in here. Okay, that's fine. Like. What do you think? I, you Jonathan? guys have kind of talked me out of it. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan? Yeah. I agree. Classical wow. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm he's, Wikipedia. He's, he's getting ready for uh, TBC. I don't know what that I'm is. I'm providing better analysis than you, Matt. I don't know why you're talking shit. Me, I just had my vaccine, dude. I'm on, I'm on cloud nine. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm downloading the mainframe, you know? Is it bad that I couldn't notice a difference? What? <laughs> um, what? Are we, what? are we fine with Charge's position versus them being like here or here? Didn't we it's, say oh, this wait, before? Wait, yeah. We, I, I think I said like put them low. 
Well, yeah, uh, no, I said spark, but then everyone's like, whoa. And then as soon as we got to here, it's like, well, wait, shit, maybe we fucked up. Uh, but not the spark. That was, that was, I mean, if we had put the spark there, that would have been fucking up, Matt. I mean, is it that fucking up? I mean, what, the spark is going to be 13? No, uh, well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> That's very possible. Who can say? Who can say what the ball <laughs> will come up with? Next? Yeah. All right, fuck it. Let's move on to 13. Unlucky number 13, who lives here? Are we looking at APAC or are we looking at NA? I mean, the APAC candidate would be probably the Spark, but also, I mean, Chengdu could shit the bed as well, man. We're talking about... No. Like, okay. I think oh, Chengdu's no, going to be good. I think not Chengdu's going to be good. This uh, is yeah. the year they break out of the Chengdu zone. There is no yeah. way this team gets banished to the Chengdu zone. Listen, and if I they love... do, if, they, if this team ends up in the Chengdu zone again, we need to get an investigation of what's going on. There's no way they should be in the Chengdu zone again. Not a no, chance. I mean, they're a great team, but I still think that they have a potential of just not living up to their potential. Uh, they have an opportunity to not live up to their potential the same way that the Spark do. Not for the same reasons, because I think the Spark have some clear, like, you, are, you do not have a communication structure that's benefited you in the past. You haven't had great coaching in the past, etc. But I think Chengdu have a whole different identity this year that they have to figure out. They also have to figure out who they want to field at the main tank position, too. They... they You'd play Gaga, hundred. Yeah, like, I think you would see, unless yeah. we're playing ball, I think you would always play Gaga. And even then, I've heard Gaga's ball that's, is really good. I think that's no, obvious yeah, from the outside. Fantastic. I don't know whether that's obvious from the inside. I don't know oh, whether that's... You stop that right now. Yeah. Are you telling me, <laughs> yeah, are you telling me you, you really well. think, are you telling me you think they're going to keep Eamon on the bench the whole season? Uh, Potentially. If, if he needs they, they to, should. then yes. And that's, that's how they get out of the Chengdu zone. Stop trying to yeah. build your whole right. team around not... a wrecking ball specialist. Like I I agree that that is the correct thing to do. I don't there's think no they're going to see it they're the gonna... same. No, 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 no. There's no way they're going to sign Gaga and then put him on the bench so they can play the wrecking ball Chengdu zone. Uh, there's <laughs> yeah. no way. Bro. Okay. I mean, there is a way, and, and I feel like we could actually done be talking about this in a few weeks. Sorts of stuff. Right, but maybe they've learned. It's been two seasons now. Maybe they've learned. The, okay. the issue I have is the off-tanks. Like, why do they still have Elsa and Late Young? Like, they yeah. have picked up so much great Chinese talent, yeah. yet for some reason, like... For some reason, we still have Elsa Late Young. Uh, I think I think it's Liege is the the Chinese player that would have. If you put Liege yeah. in this team, oh I'd be like, God. I'd be like, this team's insane. Like yeah, this yeah. is like China yeah. being perfect. They'd be like but the second best team in APAC potentially. I really Maybe. like everything about uh, the charge. All the great additions. I think 1987 is great. I think Gaga's great. I, ah. I from what I've seen, Anisha and Kaneki. I think they're all great uh, additions to this team in adding depth to the roster. But if Elsa and Late Young shit the bed again, it's like kind of a problem because the like, so, uh, they, they, this isn't the Hunters. This is not. I, the I have two. Team. I have two questions. Yeah. One: Are we just going to assume that Philly are going to sort out their issues and they'll be fine and get into top ten by the end of the season? Two: What what do we think about New York? Mm. I like New York. I I think New York has I think New York has like more potential than like Hangzhou. Uh, I don't, I probably, Ugh. I think New York, I think New York is definitely closer to Philly, uh, Philly than, uh, the Spark. I'm trying to look at APAC and be like, sorry, like, okay, I mean, I need, geographically... I, need I need someone to convince me about New York. I need someone to convince me about New York and just be like, this is why you should put all your faith in New York. 
You shouldn't. We no, you no, shouldn't. You shouldn't put all your faith. I mean, that's I don't stupid. put all yeah. your faith. But we watched an open scrim against uh, Guangzhou Charge for MYXL. I had a big issue with like their players, like their DPS line especially. Flora and Feather are both really good. They have great depth. They're they all everyone plays Tracer. If they work out who is playing what hero, like Feather's May was really bad. Let Ivy play May. <laughs> Ivy's Tracer is really really good now, and Guangbum from what I saw, can hang with the best in the Overwatch League. Okay. So, yes. so that's I, a great I, DPS I line. Yeah, DPS line, great. The tank line and the support line is what I have questions. So like, we know Joe, Jonak. I'm not questioning Jonak yeah. per se, but Friday's in the domain support, any of the tank line. Convince me. He, I worry he, about he, Bianca, he but uh, Yogpung has looked like not the Yogpung we saw in the Overwatch League. I mean, the Yogpung in the Overwatch League, I mean... Oh, yeah, he's approved. Roshan I mean, levels. I mean, he was just jumping in and dead before he hit the ground. I mean, but he he's looked way better now. But also, but also, but also, I think he still strikes me as a meta-dependent main tank as well. I think that Yakpung really didn't look comfortable when they, or, or I mean, the entire team as well. But I I noticed it with Yakpung too during that open scrim where they're trying to play the the like. Um, the rush stuff or playing into the rush stuff as well that Guangzhou was running, it seemed like they had issues there. And Yakpung was so much more comfortable when he's just playing Winston Zarya <laughs> and he knows what his win cons are and he knows how the other team is playing as well and he's able to just try and generate his value by being the like uh, harassing and jumping in and surviving kind of style of Winston. And I don't think, again, the sample size of what we've seen from these players in terms of their success coming into the league is small compared to what you're actually going to see in the league. Like, even if you watch their whole recent seasons of Contenders, Contenders has less meta changes than the Overwatch League does. You can watch the last six months of Contenders and you won't see the same level of um, hero depth that is required in the Overwatch League. The meta changes rapidly anyway because the best teams in the world are playing it. And so if there's, if there's some way to squeeze out an extra 1%, they will. Plus there's hero pulls in every other stage. And each different region is going to have its own like take on what the meta is and probably have different styles yeah. within that. I don't think that... I don't know. I'm, I'm still not sold on Yakpung. I think that he, his, his Winston was never the problem, honestly. Like, that was one of the reasons he got picked up in the league for the first place, was his Winston. And then they ended up playing a, a shit ton of Ryan in that season where yeah. he was... Where he was playing, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like the questions I had about Yakpung have been answered. I, I the, think the questions that got answered were just questions I already knew the answer to. Like, is he? I think it's a very yeah. valid point. I, I really worry about like how we've seen from the spark in the past, and then now putting twelve players on that roster. Like, you know, they were weren't really able to make it work with like seven or eight. Now you have twelve. Uh, I, I think there's a better. I think there's a better chance New York is like a more consistent team, maybe not as like high as like the Spark could get. I think there's a better chance the Spark could just be a, a circus, like a musical chairs of players all year long, just players in and out, and and you'd have no idea what's happening. Oh. Okay, oh, wait, wait, wait. I want to throw another spanner into the works. Okay? I know yeah. which one it is. Well, what are you gonna say? Toronto. I was just yes, gonna. I fucking looked at that too. Like, I was like, we. I I think they're being criminally overrated because like when yeah. we talk about these team players that we have these massive question marks about, 
there has to be so many raised around Toronto because they don't even have these like really solid players. Like when you t think about it, right? Like you got Michelle on off tank who didn't even play for Seoul when they didn't have another off tank. Like Sado <laughs> yeah. is like, yeah, marketable. He had a great season last season, but that is that good enough? Like, I don't, I don't know if that's going to uh carry it. And then you have Beast and Logic's on this team for some reason. And, and then like a, a rookie support line. It's so funny you said that because I was like, I was like, we're talking so much about APAC because we said we weren't talking about APAC. I was like, who the fuck is still left in NA? And I saw Toronto and I was like, yeah. maybe? Yeah. I think though that Toronto has, um, I don't know. Toronto's a bit of a mystery of a team because they've yeah. got, they've got so many new pieces and a new, it's like a complete new system, basically. I'm just going to assume the beast isn't playing. I'm just going to assume yeah. that they're running with uh, the, the tank line of Sado and Michelle the entire time. That's yeah. a decent tank line. But I think Sado seems like the kind of player that thrives within certain systems more than others. I don't think he's the most versatile main tank in the world. I, I, I would be recommending buyers out there to sell the Sado stonks because I think the highest you'll ever see Sado perform was last year with the Philadelphia Fusion. I find it unlikely, even under KDG this year, that they're really going to be able to craft a system where Sado looks better than he did last year. The guy's still going to be good, but I think he as a player relies a lot on the, like the, the team to play at the same pace that he does. Otherwise, he gets left behind a bit. Or not left behind. Like he leaves his team behind, and he ends up not being supported because he expects people to play at a, at a higher tempo. Well, I think they're probably the clear... Like, like, if you were to just say, like, NA, they are definitely the next team on the board from NA, probably. Absolutely. Like, I think Atlanta is yeah. better than them. Florida, like, Dallas, all the teams left are better than them in NA. I, it's just, do you like them better than these two teams? Uh, I would also I, say that I think that I feel more confident about... Um, I, de I definitely feel more confident in the... Oh, God, no, I don't. There's so many different say? problems with these teams, right? Uh, like, we're at the stage in the middle of the pack where they have mad upside, but they also have yeah. clear flaws yeah. in every my, team that you look at. My gut is telling me with these three teams, I would go Spark, Toronto, and then New York. In what order? Oh, we're, going, we're going bottom up. Uh, Are you going top down or yeah, bottom up? I, no, I went, I went 13 with Spark, 12 with Toronto, and then New York and 11. I, I would think, do the same. I think this. I think you're underrating the spark there. I think that. The, uh, yeah. I think the spark has more. I think there's such a good chance they implode. Like, I, same. Like, if you were to tell me if there's a right side, if there's a team on the right side that we rank that could potentially like bottom out worse, the two people I would say would be Houston and Spark. I, I think those are the two teams that could just bomb out of the ones on the right side, like like just drop drastically from where we put them. Yeah, I think I'm also overrating the rookies of New York. Like that's the team I'm optimistic about. As much as I think, theoretically, Spark has more talent. I think New York could be really good. I think coming in with a completely new team, new robust team, new systems. I think you can thrive but, in that. Well, I think Spark's got too much. Spark's got too many skeletons in the closet. I think, and I don't trust the process of what they've shown so far. If you can't make it work with a a small honed in roster, where even their roster last year was like pretty good, like there weren't like tons of like pretty good players all around there wasn't like any player you looked at and was like oh that guy's holding the team back or whatnot like but maybe the off tank position uh who did they pick up in the middle of the year they picked up uh uh architect no no they picked up an off tank as well hong oh, last well, year the uh, uh sasha you know what do you mean 
He oh, was yeah. already on the team. A... That was last. That was Q or Q. Yeah, they had a Q or Q. Yeah, they had a Q or Q. Yeah, they had a Q or Q. But he's not even on the team this year. Uh, no. I, like I, I just don't trust so. his team. So I I think that it's very possible the spark booms, but I think the base level of the Toronto Defiant is just not at the same level. Like I think the base level of the Toronto Defiant is going to be relatively poor. I don't yeah. see this team as having that much synergy with how they work. I think they've got a... If a Toronto tank. is in APAC, would you rank them like right above the Valiant in like second to last? Like, or, uh, well, would you put them above the charge? Like, where would you put them in APAC? I would be, like, I'd be wondering whether to put them above the charge. I'd be wondering wh what, where to which put one them of those was going to be. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think that's the point at which they're at. I don't think that. I think they've got challenges with integrating logics, so they've already got like, you know, the a similar. Not, not to the same extent, but they've got a similar issue to the charge, in, uh, to the spark, sorry, in that they have to actually figure out a system that works there in terms of communication. But on top of that as well, their, their DPS line does not have very much depth. Nace yeah, does I'm not, not been buying playing nice stock. Yeah, Nace has not been playing well recently in Contenders. So even if you think that this team is going to be good at all, you're, you're banking on the fact that Nace well, is going to be back to how he, good he was, what, in like 2018, early 2019? That's, here's the clue, okay? A, yeah. If he was as good as we wanted him to be, he would have been picked up by Philly. Probably. But he did. So there's uh, like uh, your clue. Mm. See, here's, here's where I like... I actually, as much as I talked about the rookie's port line, I actually like Aztec and Sinjay, especially when you add Lastro into that mix as well. Like, I actually think that the tank line and the support line is really solid. I agree the big question mark comes on how is Logic's going to play in this team? Is Nice going to be able to step up? That is definitely the major flaw, but I, KDG is a good coach. Like, I think yeah, he did a I great like job with Philly. I, I think he did a great job with Philly. I think if anyone's going to, like, anyone's going to step up for, like, and make this Toronto team solid... It's gonna be like KDG. I don't so. trust Hangzhou. Even when I'm trying to yeah, convince same. myself to trust Hangzhou, I just can't. I I did the same thing last season. I said last season when we did these powerings, I was like, I don't think Spark is as good as everyone thinks Spark is. And I going I'm going back into this season again and saying the exact same thing. They didn't impress last season. I don't know what their record was, but I, I would put Toronto. I would put Toronto at 12th and New York at 11th, though. Like I I think oh, those teams are right in that pot. I think that's I think that's too high. That's for optimistic. I think that's. I, I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like Toronto is gonna have a great season if they finish in twelfth. To be honest, I don't know. <laughs> Probably, like yeah. I, I mean, a great season. They they have I the potential to, okay. to get higher, but that's a good season for Toronto if they end up being in the twelfth position. Are we good with putting Spark in thirteenth though, Jonathan? No, no, put Toronto yeah. there. See, I Do agree with you. I agree with you, but Jonathan and Matt have gone over to the dark side. I, so no, wait, hold on, like, hold on, hold on. If you put Toronto like, there, yeah, I'm putting Toronto if, uh, there. Hold on, well, because just you put on paper, like Hangzhou Spark with a tank line of Gushu and Lige, and then you have Shy, the the new star. They're gonna have for 45 players by time the season is over. They're gonna rotate <laughs> half of these guys. They're gonna bring in a bunch of other people. This is gonna be like a a, a rotating circus. 45 of people. players gives you a pretty good hit rate. Like at some point, it has to click. So if there's only 45 players, at some point, it's gonna be better than Toronto. I also think that the. I mean, Spark had a poor season last season. You got 45 they, players. You got a chance to get one that's good. Spark weren't that bad last season, and it was their worst season. They finished fourth in their uh, opening season, right? In 2019, yeah. they finished yeah. fourth. And that was with all of the issues that they had. And but then, I, 
All right, they, they have it, the they have gone down uh, like in terms of coaching staff because I, I, yeah, they, I you know do you trust Pajon? Like yeah, I don't, are you I a, don't trust yeah, Pajon, no. but for twelve like, players. So <laughs> we're talking about this twelve player mixed roster that we're trying to bring together, and you're putting your faith in Pajon over KDG. Like that that's the thing. Is like I agree that both of these teams have talent, but I'm at that point Bro, I'm just putting my okay, faith in the. Johnny puts if Johnny puts fucking if Johnny puts Hangzhou above Toronto. I never want to hear on another episode of Plot Chat about how much Johnny loves KDG and respects KDG. That's all he talks about. And then, and then he's gonna and he's gonna dig the the grave for his boy and just put him down in the dirt. I mean, right. come on now. Here's he a question a for you, Scott. He, <laughs> he built the roster. How could he, yeah. he, he made the team. Well, you can't just you can't just fucking pick like a buffet. Like I'm gonna have that player. I'm gonna have that player. You know what do you mean? It, Half it, of the league was free. He, his, he probably had priorities. Like the players he would rather have. You know, in some spots he would never say that because he's the coach. But Dell has got like the entire Paris roster. roster. There were <laughs> players <laughs> available. <laughs> like, in, in Johnny's defense, and KDG threw like a fucking treasure on them. A treasure on them. KDG came to Toronto to find, and they're like, hey, here's the keys to the car. Also, here's Beast and Logics. Just, just treat them wisely, right? Like, he, he sort of hasn't been given full control of exactly. everything that he wants. And the perfect pick. You can't say he's had Dallas fuel money, right? Like, so he's definitely had to pick and choose his battles. And that's why he's the team's not great. But I think it's better than this Spark team. Okay, but here's, here's a question for you, Scott, that I want to ask you. If you did have faith in the Spark, like, if you thought that the Spark was going to make that roster work... Okay. You, they have some coach that you really respect, <laughs> and you think they have Krusty. Maybe they not Krusty. KDG. They have KDG. KDG. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, KDG. <laughs> KDG has learnt Mandarin and has gone to become the head coach of the Hangzhou Spark. Where do you now rate them? How many places do they uh, go up? I, I think go up a few more places to me. I like no, see, but you're more, also though. proving. You're saying as if like we're in a perfect world where all their players perform up to their their major stands, and I don't think. We are going to see that from this Spark team. I think they're going to fall flat again with the sheer amount of talent that they have. So here's the, the reason why I don't buy that argument as much is that I think if they had like a great system for integrating this talent, I'd be wanting to put them on somewhere around here, like at the yeah. eighth yeah, position probably. or something, yeah. you know, like, like a fucking good team. So to yeah. me, even if it fails, it fails all the way to 13th. Like, that feels like a long way to fall. It's like, oh, we, fuck. We've seen like... it before, bro. We've seen this yeah, shit dude, before. Stranger shit's happened. Come on. Like, okay, first games. So, Hangzhou's first games are Philly, New York, uh, Shanghai Dragons, and Guangzhou. I mean, that sounds They could go three and paper, one. But, yeah, they could go three and one. Like, it's... And they you could, could go see one them three. going one and three. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, or you could like, see them going one and three. Yeah, but what I, um, I mean, what? Sorry, I'm just trying to remind myself of what their regular season performance was last year. Because even they though came they, tenth. they came tenth, you think they're going to be worse than last season? Even though they've got a much better team. Yes, I think the, better the, the, the league, league yeah. has gotten way better. Yes, I don't think they've gotten drastic. I just don't think they've improved enough. Has APAC gotten a lot better? Also, is there the teams like, an argument that like uh, Toronto would get some free wins because there's more teams like lower than them? Yeah, probably in the rankings. Um, well, well, look at the teams that they uh, that the Spark finished in front of that you think are going to be way better this year: Seoul Dynasty, Atlanta Rain, Dallas Fuel, Chengdu Chengdu Charge, uh, Washington <laughs> Chengdu Hunters. Uh, Chengdu Hunters. God, I am. 
I am so hot. It. Yeah, I am. I think I'm. I think I, you're seeing the side effects of the vaccine live. Uh, <laughs> what is this? An anti-vax show? No, get yeah. your vaccine. And the justice. Yeah. And the justice. Uh, yeah, you think the justice are going to be better as well? Yeah, I think the Chengdu like, justice what, should be pretty teams? good this season. Yeah. Not the Chengdu justice, you fuck. No, no, Washington not the Chengdu justice. No. Yeah. I but the but uh, that but that doesn't account for the fact that some of the teams have gotten worse as well that are above them. You can't just look at the teams below them that have gotten better. Like this, uh, that's what? the whole point one of the million, ranking. There's like one, two, there's three teams above them that have gotten worse. Uh Paris, Paris yeah. Guangzhou, and New York probably. And the Valiant. But even then I'm I'm not so even then New York may may be about the same. I yeah I, I I really am not on board for Spark being worse than Toronto, but if you no. if you guys Guys are gonna bully me into Matt, it. Matt, are you are no, you sure on this? Joe, are you, Matt, I, I'm sure on the Spark. I was I was sure that Spark were the team that were losing to Valiant. Like I was pretty like when I I, I 100% thought they were too. I thought they were too. But that's I, but I, that isn't true, is it? I mean, we don't well, know for sure. No, well, well, yeah, that doesn't like help. Like, like the it, Valiant, they could still be bad. Like yeah, and, the, and, and going and, even with them. Yeah, yeah. And I and the Valiant <laughs> have had close games and beaten some other teams as well. And I would say that team is probably the spark i'm will i'm gonna say I, I i trust my gut here and scott as well i think the spark are down here are we letting Kurt decide again i think it's no. it's up in the air okay well like hey well someone needs to we're give. going to get torch for this no, oh yeah aren't. hey johnny it couldn't be as bad you, as you last come year. on our okay. show and you sabotage you, 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 you i was right like i was right last season i got no. everything right you guys you wanted to put back right. you get one you team right low. just settle down buddy you guys were like were toronto's gonna be really start. good in 2020 yeah toronto was great in 2020 right guys like oh my god i, I think i think smock is 13th i'm pretty like i think you can put it there i if we uh, just need to move on, I will more than happy okay. put Spark in 12 and Toronto in 13. Yeah, yeah. If you if we want to move on and you guys are hell bent, I'm good with Spark. Jonathan at, buckled him. Uh, Jonathan fucking buckled 12. him. 12. <laughs> no, well, you know, strategically thinking. We're literally here, arguing Sancho. over these two teams with the 12 teams. No, you're both arguing teams. the opposite. No, you're <laughs> no, both like, just, oh, just well, put I'm it right. on the board. Costa has doubled down. Costa has doubled down so hard now that it will forever be ingrained in like the the competitive wow. Overwatch Reddit. They're just like, oh, it was, it was, oh yes, yes. Okay, fine. Is New York eleven? Yes. Yeah. yeah. There it is. That's probably wrong. Atlanta at ten. That's definitely oh, wrong. Oh, it's gonna yeah. age so what poorly. We, what are we thinking about uh, that, then, eh? What are we thinking about Hi. that? You know, it could. That's wrong. It, I it's mean, not the worst thing in the world. Not I did it off of alphabetical order out of the top <laughs> ten teams that I had. Yeah. Let's start at tenth. I, I looked at the Overwatch League site. I was like, this is my top ten, and then they were at the top when you asked me, so I just said Atlanta. Um, it's not horrible. It's actually, I mean, I think no. I'm high on Atlanta though. I think Atlanta's going to be pretty good this season. Oh, here we go games. again. Jesus yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I found my team again. I, the same I bloody, the same bloody argument you used against the Spark can be used against Atlanta Rain as well. They've just been, yeah. they've just never been able to succeed. They've always had the, the, the have always you had watched Pelican play the game? How like about, that, how that do you enough. have more faith in? Do you have more faith in, in, in Brad or do you have more faith in Pajon? Oh, and that's why they're so... No, well, okay. <laughs> the big flaw of the Atlanta Reign, in my opinion, is the coaching staff. They have two coaches and it's Brad and Legit RC. Okay, that is where I have my issue. Yeah. Um, but like, my thing is, I actually think they have good talent. And I don't know what happened last season where like Ursa just like never played or what. And that's where I have my reservations for this team. 
but I don't know. I think they've done a really good job of like finding some good pieces. My question marks is like Iris and then like, is Garen mm. Hawk really going to step up this season? Uh, because last season, I yeah. think they were pretty average for how much we hyped them up for of like, they are going to be one of the best Western main teams. I mean, they uh, were, like, they were, England. they were tragic uh, for how much we hyped them up. Some people yeah. had the, Avast had them at second. I think we had them at third or fourth. Fourth. Like, yeah, I think it was. And, and then they, cool essentially were just a gatekeeper team the entire year. They didn't beat yeah. anybody who was better than them at any point. It was comedic how perfectly <laughs> they fit into the, yeah. oh, we're just never going to beat anyone who's good. Who, actually, uh, gonna who else teams. would you put in this bucket with like uh, Chengdu? See, I think Chengdu's going to be... No, I, I think they're going to be too, I, but like, who yeah. else? Philly? Yeah. When are we putting Philly on this? Phil, I was going to say Philly, Atlanta, Chengdu. We're never seeing when they're going to figure it out. They might how be high? on Ping all I, season. I have Florida here because, and Ooh, I actually have no. a bet against uh, Swing Chip with um, of if Atlanta wins, I will. Uh, she has to do a shoey and uh, <laughs> donate a hundred dollars to charity. And if Florida wins, I have to do a shoey and donate a hundred dollars. Is this to at the end so of the Friday season night or, out. or when they play against each other? No, this is just their match. This first match of the uh, the first opening weekend where they play. So oh, I, I actually think I actually think Atlanta is going to be better than Florida. I, I hope that they can just like use this talent somewhat effectively. And I actually do not think Florida. I'm talking about teams that haven't improved. Florida is definitely on that list. Ooh. Okay. Does anyone trust Seoul Dynasty to pull it out again and play yes, well? Yes, shut up. Yeah. We're not talking about Seoul. No, but no. Regarding Florida, I do think that this is a very interesting team because, like, I think that they have an all-around. Great roster. I like the. I like the. Um, what is it called? Like I like the. I like the vibe. You know. I like the front of, front of my head vibe. They got a good vibe going. You know. I can't find the fucking word. But, what do you, well, well, but losing faith. I actually think this is a big deal. I'd love Gustav's opinion on this because he probably talked about this in his video, but I didn't watch the video, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I really don't have faith because I think that like losing his shot calling and leadership and bringing in OG instead, I think it's a big hit. I think it's a big hit. I like this team, but I'm not sure I'm as confident in this team we, anymore. We always bring the high-quality content here. Johnny bashed me for not seeing Guangzhou play. Then he re referenced something Scott said in a video that Scott may have not said because he didn't watch the video. He just <laughs> made it up but and was smart, like, oh, yeah, Scott probably smart, said this so in a video. Did. did you say that, Scott? I'm just, I'm just regurgitating everything I made in these videos and just saying it here to sound smart. Um, but... I do want to add one more team to this, just on like their off season and how disappointing they've been. And I think it's Dallas Fuel. Yeah, I, I was think... about to bring this Ooh, up. Yeah, well. yeah, nah, it's a good shot. Ooh, they oh, theoretically yeah. should Astro. be sick. We know. Yeah. If this thing sucks, it's over. We have, a lot, over. <laughs> we have yeah, a, a lot of teams. We had a lot of teams. I want to make sure that I haven't missed an APAC team as well, though. We have Valiant, we have Charge, we have Spark, and then we have Philly, Soul, Chengdu. <laughs> Philly, Philly, Seoul, Chengdu, oh, Philly? and um, Shanghai. Shanghai. Yeah. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Are the eight teams. That feels like we're missing one, aren't we? Chengdu, oh, Guangzhou, teams. Hangzhou, uh, Valiant, New York, Philly, Seoul, and Shanghai. Oh, yeah, New York. I forgot to mention New York. I forgot that they were... Oh, okay. That didn't register in my head. Yeah, okay. So let's, ad let's address the Philadelphia Fusion first, though, because they, if they have visa issues... I feel like we don't have enough information at this point in time to really address like how much that's going to slip them down the standings. I would rather assume that they are able to play with their full roster pretty early on and it doesn't make that much difference 
and we can just change it later if that does I do, if that change the, the rankings later. I think if they I, get 75% of the season with their whole roster, I think they'll be fine. See, here's season. my problem is I understand that they're playing with theoretically, let's say they're playing with two of their players on like 250 ping, right? Yeah. Uh is that bad enough to lose to Valiant or are we still overhyping the Philadelphia Fusion? Because I thought Philly was going to be really good this season, but knowing that they're losing to Valiant with like, who is it? It would be Poco and Funny Astro playing on high ping. That's or a, shockwave a big fall. Like, yeah, Shockwave, but like they have Carpe Rascal. I assume they would probably try and scrim with that. And like, I mean, it I is think also like meta relevant. EQO. Like ridiculous ping. But yeah, also they're but, playing. Yeah, I mean, if they're playing, yeah. uh, if they're playing the Diva Valiant, like what uk to china uh, uk to china yeah i assume that's pretty and bad so they might not even be playing all of those players they might be playing some of their contenders players if they're planning on using them throughout the season they could be trying like people out for all the fuck we know yeah, yeah. like because like, I, I was really high on this team of Scrimbox. i thought this team was going to be oh, really good again this season i was kind of on them this season why do you think they're why were we high on them because I, okay, this is the take that everyone hates, is I don't think Puri, uh, Poco is a downgrade to Fury. I think Poco, given the time and given the ability to like synergize with the team, I don't think is, I think maybe a slight downgrade, but not that different. And then you, uh, like, you just have like, I, I just, I just like it. I think they have the backline still. They have Funny Astro Alarm. That's great. They have Carpe yeah. Rascal. Shockwave was incredible on such a weak team of the Vancouver Titans last season. Like, theoretically, they should be a good team in my eyes. And I don't... I'm surprised so many people are so low on them. I don't, yeah, we did I don't the... think they're 10th, but... No, I don't no. think... I, so, I think they could end up being 10th if they get boned by visa issues. But we can't... Yeah. I don't think we're in a position right now in this episode... To factor that in, I think we should. Weird. I think we should ignore that. Even though they've said that they have ping issues and visa issues, we don't know how long they're going to last. We don't know what their plan is. We don't know who they're like. If they're using substitute players, there's just so many things that we would have to address in, a, in another episode. So this... I think maybe maybe next week because we're going to hang this whiteboard up on the wall. Maybe next <laughs> oh, week wow. when the Philadelphia Fusion have announced more about like what they're doing about the problems. We can adjust yeah. them, and and I haven't written this in Sharpie, so we can always change it. In fact, we can change uh, it throughout the season to make it look like we never whoa. did anything wrong. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's well, a good call. There's recorded uh, evidence of you writing on the board. Not so true. <laughs> I think it's probably. So I'm I'm gonna I remove kinda... Philadelphia Fusion. I don't think yeah, 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 remove yeah, Philly. Yeah, yeah, remove Philly. I actually think I I kind of tend to agree with Scott here. It's either Florida or Atlanta. I think they're. <sighs> Dallas, Dallas has the potential to I... just boom too. I still think Dallas will be better than eh, motherfucker. I think they will be. It's I think they will be. It's Chengdu in tenth. You guys are smoking that good Chinese Kush because they <laughs> <laughs> these. The, I think Chengdu. I think China has come out with some fantastic talent this year. Yeah. They've absolutely proven themselves. But this team does not have a history of having a system that has been set up for success. So they are having to start from. The, the base again with like figuring out a system that actually works for them. They can't just play the crazy, aggressive, disruptive, chaotic style. If this is a team that wants to go deep and wants to like push their way high up the top 10 and do well in APAC, then that is a team that needs to be playing more structured, normal, if you want to put it like that, Overwatch. And so that means actually starting... No, I, starting you like, think they're going to... They're not going to do it again. Okay, then... When you look at their, their DPS line, right? Just straight from the off. I think Leave is a great talent. Fantastic talent. I think Jinmu is going to 
actually struggle a bit to fit into a system that that is aiming to go very deep. Right. I think I, I don't think that that's that fantastic. And I think Jimmy and Kaneki are not elite level talents. They're good players, but they're not like they're not superstars. They're, this team is not going to get driven by their DPS unless they're playing still like cracked out Overwatch with Leave and Jin. So Chengdu's first games are uh, Valiant, Shanghai, New York, and Philly. Oof. That could Valiant. be a three and one. So unpredictable. Valiant, Shanghai, New York, and Philly. Well, I mean, they, they at least go one and one in the first two weeks, right? I mean, there's just no world yeah. in which they lose to the Valiant or beat Shanghai. I don't think any. Yeah, yeah. they are, at worst go one and one. Relatively safe bets. And then who did you say? Uh, New York and Philly. I mean, they could Philly, have a three and one stage. Philly. Yeah. New, yeah. New York, they could absolutely new, lose or beat New York. I, I think yeah. that. I don't think Chengdu is going to make the right decisions over the course of this season. I don't I think, think they'll they learn a bit this year. Yeah, I think it'll they, be a, like a learning season with like yeah. a great roster, and you know they'll get there. But I think they're I, going to do all right. I think they have a lot of talent in the back line and in the main tank position, and and with leave. But I don't think they have a well-rounded super team roster. Yeah, as which they could have done. Like in theory, you could have made a super team Chinese roster. But I don't think this is it. I think they're missing yeah. that star off tank. They're missing a bit more firepower at DPS. And they're also, even if they had got that superstar roster together, unless they were just using the pre-built synergy from Team CC, you're still having to like make the right decisions in terms of you think Atlanta's your main tank that you've used for the last two years in a row and progressing with uh, a, a totally different team direction. By the way, they've brought That's back the crazy. same coach that used to run the wackiest shit, right? Didn't they bring back the team coach that was like the was best just player play you crazy want? shit? Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, no, I think I thought RUI was the person who came in and just sort of let them play like their own style, and like I, but I think that was relevant when they had such a weak roster for in terms of depth of playing other heroes and stuff like that. I don't they think they have that issue. Like, I don't think they have that issue right now. I agree. This is probably where the Chengdu Hunters train should stop before it dries off its cliff. Because, like, I agree there is pitfalls here. I really don't like their off tanks. I agree, like, we haven't seen enough of Jimmy Kaneki. Can they, like, hit scan, I think, is going to be one of the most important roles coming to the season, as it always is. If they don't live up to that expectation and able to compete with the top teams, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. yeah. Sign me up. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with Chengdu here. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah, I, I'll, I'll get off the, the Chengdu phone. train. Yeah, I'm going to get a drink or two. Just, just, to, just so I can start yelling for the final four. Josh, put the put the mayhem next. Matt, is the virus make or is the uh, vaccine the making virus. you smaller? Yes. <laughs> Kurt, it's I like, am so hot. It's like George's marvelous medicine, but working in reverse. You're just getting yeah. smaller and smaller and smaller. You ever read that book, Matt? Roll down. What? You ever should read I, a book, Matt? I was going to say you should have ended your joke. Yet. Did you read a book? <laughs> <laughs> Have Hell you ever no. read a book, Matt? For like what? Like entertainment or like school? Entertainment. For entertainment, uh, front no, cover no, to no, back no, cover. No. Literally no? never. You've never read never. a book. Like I what mean, about I a children's have. book? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's some shit I probably read. He I don't remember Hugo. either, but... Okay, when was the last time you read a book, do you reckon? Like front to back. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, it's been a bit. Can uh, you give us an estimate of the year? Have you read one in this millennium? 
Maybe. Well, like, what book am I going to go buy, bro? I'm not going to buy books. A lot of great books. Yeah. God, that's so fucking funny. Why am I going to Why am I gonna go buy a book? I have like... I don't know. I don't know, man. I played like thousands of hours. I played thousands of hours of COD. I played thousands of hours of Counter-Strike. And I played thousands of hours of Overwatch. I don't really need a book. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Books overrated. Yeah. Books, books are overrated. the number 21 position on the Plat Chat rankings. Yeah, put books at 21. Yeah, put books yeah, at 21. Fuck? <laughs> 21 books. Books. Books for entertainment <laughs> at 21. <laughs> books for fun at 21. No, no, put for fun. If you're in school, read the fucking books. But if if you're not, fuck books. I mean, they're not really important. Books for fun. <laughs> <laughs> 21. <laughs> so the next teams that we had in the discussion yeah. here were Florida, Atlanta Rain, and the Dallas Fuel as we head into the ninth position. I think a lot of... I think... I kind of want to start with Dallas. A lot yeah, of people are getting lower and lower and lower on Dallas as we get closer and closer to the season. People started and they were like, holy shit, this is the year. Oh my God, hold me. It's Element Mystic. And then the closer we've got to the season, the more we've realized well, other teams have announced teams and there's actually some holes in this roster and we're starting in a rush meta and I think people are getting concerned about the uh how how the expectations within dallas are going to align with reality well, again get, get this first four games houston to kick things off then the gladiators rough uh after the gladiators they play uh the justice rough. and then after the justice they play boston those are those are four like tough pretty games. tough games yeah I feel like I, I the worry team of this quality if they should beat Boston. Yes, they should be Boston. I worry if they do lose the other three, the fans just go wild. The, uh, the cycle mean, of Dallas begins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The the the, the chatter starts to start already about Dallas. Um, See, I think the issue that they're probably going to run into is I. If I'm looking at this roster, this is not the team I want to play brawl with. This is the team that I want to play yeah. double bubble with, and like. Yeah. I think they also run into the massive... This is just, like, the most enormous hole that I've ever seen, but they just don't have a Tracer player. Like, yeah. how is that a thing yeah. that you just don't have in 2021 for an Overwatch team? Like, even if we do go to, like, a double bubble or a dive meta, they don't have a Tracer player who can step up against some of the best teams. And yeah. that worries me a lot. They're, they're such a Korean team that they... That every iteration of, like, double bubble or some kind of... Um, harass comp would just be with Doha playing Sombra. I think they're just going to play Sombra all year long instead of the Tracer. And that's going to be their answer oh, is to play instead of the shit. teams. Yeah, teams that are going to... Or, or that try scares and play. me even more. Like, the best case scenario, if you're looking at the Tracer hole being filled on Dallas, is that Sparkle plays it. And Sparkle is playing Tracer with Doha on Sombra. And that's what they'll try and run. And when you have a team like that, you are always incentivized to move away from the Tracer because Sparkle's better at literally everything else playing. He's better at, well, not literally everything else. That's hyperbole. But he's better at playing the Genji if you wanted to try and force that. He's better at playing the Echo if you wanted to try and force that. He's, it's unlikely that this team is going to... Yeah, and I think instead, actually, they'll end up relying on Xyz McCree a huge amount. I agree. And it'll make them slow-paced, <sighs> and it'll make them readable. And I can't believe we're about can, to how far can you get rain above that as well. How far can you get doing that, though? Like... Well, the thing is, is like uh, Josh said, and we talked about this on our Dallas team preview, 
everybody was like so excited because this is really the first roster that was announced and it was major changes like across the league. And then slowly everybody else started to add piece by piece by piece. And then when you got the full picture, you're like, oh, well, I mean, now you kind of stack yeah. them up against this team and that team. No, I was like, I still don't know if I trust Atlanta more. Uh, I, I am. There's a really... chance Atlanta's better over multiple metas than Dallas is. Like, I think I've Dallas is fucking... high in a certain meta. I've been burnt by Atlanta, man. I've been burnt. Yeah. They have not shown any evidence that they can win <laughs> against good teams. They have shown an entire season of evidence that they can't win against good teams. To have an offseason where you've only bolstered the DPS line, which was already good, and yeah, don't get me wrong. They have a fucking awesome DPS line. It might be the best DPS line in the league. It really could be. Close to, yeah. In yeah. any meta, you could go in, and that could be the best DPS line. But but you, they already had a kick-ass DPS line last year, in theory. It didn't quite work out like that. But that was not the thing that was losing them games. It wasn't a lack of firepower. Baby Bay was ripping people's heads off, but the team was playing just sloppy, sloppy Overwatch. And yeah. they didn't have any synergy. They didn't understand how the metas worked. They didn't play at a high tempo. They didn't put pressure on their opponents. They, they just beat up on the nerds. They shoved them into lockers and stole their lunch money and then, in turn, passed that lunch money on to the big boys in the league. But that, here's the question. is like they, they are once again the most Atlanta rain team to ever exist. So they have so much firepower, but what, like, I agree. Their probably strategy is not going to be their, <laughs> their saving grace. But I think... A team like Atlanta with the firepower that they have, I think they can take Dallas Fuel's lunch money. I think on a certain day, they can show up and be like, hey, Exian uh, uh, Sparkle, you guys just can't do what you usually do because we're not, play we're not playing your meta anymore. And then like, Haw all you need is Hawk and Gator to get a head full of steam and start playing their style of game. I think if they like really step up this season, like we were hoping they would last season, then... I think they can be better. I'm not saying this team is going to take down the Shock or something like that, or the Gladiators. I just think this team has raw firepower to take down teams that aren't going to be coordinated. I feel like it's been such a fall from grace, though, for like the likes of Fearless and Hanbin on the side of Dallas Fuel to like not be able to at least compete with some of these other teams when it comes to the tank line. I understand that they probably mostly rely on XC and Sparkle, and, and you know, they have their holes like we mentioned, but like... The support line isn't terrible. I kind of like the vibe they got going with, especially, you know, with the coaching staff, like Rush as well. And then you have a solid tank line. Like, I think that's enough to beat most teams in the NA region. I know that all teams have taken, like, a step up, and we're talking about the level of play, etc. But, like, that's a good, that's a good base. And I feel like, yeah, they have some holes, but they're able to find wins. I don't think they're going to be the team that is always so close to winning, but like never does it. I think Dallas will more be like the team that finds a way to get those wins, even though it's not super impressive. Yeah. I, I think it's like, we talked a little bit about this, I think when we discussed Atlanta, it's like if the, if the tanks and supports can be like league average to above league average, like they don't need to be much better than that. Like can Kai, Edison and Pelican do enough to just put you over the top in some of these games. I, I, I don't think you huh. can put your faith in like Gator and Hawk and Iris and Massa to like... To, to be average. To above average. I, I, yeah. I, look, I'm I don't think like, they need to be I, world I beaters with those preview. DPS. Like, I was yeah. one of the people who were bullish on the Atlanta Reign, but until proven otherwise, I don't want to say that they're top eight. I yeah, feel like that's... That's, that's what smart. I feel as well. I am happy in this offseason 
to be low on Atlanta compared to what is real because yeah. they have not given me a, a genuine like reason beyond the DPS line to be excited. No, the DPS line is exciting, but they haven't shown that they can actually translate that into wins in, in the previous season even. Yeah. So if they, ha- if they couldn't do that in the previous season, is this DPS line that yeah. much better that they can do it this year with better for all competition? we know, they'll bench Edison for no reason. They won't tell us for 90% <laughs> yeah. of the year. Yeah, and he'll end up on Shanghai. Okay, uh, well, okay. so I, I also think we're very hard on Dallas just because of, like, I think it's the thing to do right now. I'm more than happy to con- uh, concede that uh, Atlanta Rain is worse than Dallas Fuel. Well, what about but the mayhem? I, what about the yeah, I, That's where I want to go. I think Atlanta is definitely better than the Florida mayhem. Definitely. I am not happy with the... I well okay, I guess definitely is a strong word, but I like I just don't like the additions and the changes that they've made. Uh, I I will be honest, I'm not a hundred percent sure what checkmate like how how much he's going to bring to this roster. To because my problem with BKB Yaki is they were great when they could play their signature heroes, but they didn't have the depth and like sometimes they didn't have the heroes. If checkmate feels that that's great, but. I don't know, like Slime we haven't seen play in like a year and a half. And then we have OGE who has just been so hot and cold. And he, I think he requires so many resources to play the game. Do you think he'd be better on a Korean team? Do you think, uh, do you, look, I know there's been some, you know, stuff there, but do you not have faith in Kuki to like figure this team out? Come on, I have more faith in Kuki than in Brad. Oh yeah, like, 100%. I, we've had the Brad conversation on Plat Chat. Love the guy, wanting to become a general manager. But like as a proper strategic structure head coach, I have more faith in Kuki with this team. I um, just think the firepower of Atlanta is just going to be too much. And I think the other people are going to be able to match up against this roster. I feel the same about OG as I do about Atlanta. <laughs> you have burnt me before, you bastards. <laughs> and I no longer believe in you. <laughs> And I am, okay, so, I okay would... so the solution is to put OG in a Korean team with like a good strategic coach and the Atlanta, Atlanta team is just like, yeah, we, we put some more spice on the firepower. Yes, they haven't... So- I don't think Atlanta have gone the right way around solving their core problem. But I also think that Florida may... I, I think it's possible that Florida could have taken a step backwards. I don't think I it's... Yeah, I, I don't think, think so think too, but... I don't think it's likely i think they're probably pretty similar but i don't know whether that's enough as well i was trying to look up but the stats i was broken i was like how much did slime actually play last year when he went oh, over I, to soul did he not play really at all i don't i don't think he played he, he did play he played like a couple he of played maps, a little like, bit I he didn't really? in for oh. a couple. like what like so i guess like he played a little bit i mean he played at the beginning with vancouver but like I mean, this I mean, is going back into the league after like kind of a long layoff. But the layoff. dude was excellent. If he can get, oh yeah, I mean, he was form, he was yeah. incredible. He was. He's gonna be better, better than, than Chris, Chris tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, he could yeah. show up and he'll he'll be fine. Uh, yeah, this is brawl as well, which is the most similar thing to goats, which is his, yeah. which was what he excelled in as well. So, yeah, I OG Reinhardt. God, these teams are so like close. Like, and there's already, not much. We're separating already getting them. to the caliber of team where you could potentially see a team win a, a tournament. Like, the, yeah. all, all of the teams in the top 10 could win a tournament on, on any given... Maybe not any given day is the wrong way of putting it, but any given, patch. any given patch, for sure, or any given hero pool, if it works really well for them, they could be at the top of the world. Um, it would be unlikely, but it's possible. I, I do share your lack of faith in Florida Mayhem. I, I think that OG is probably going to be one of those players that goes down in history as just wasted potential. 
as somebody that no one could ever really figure out how to make him work on a team and make him elite. He, I think you don't think he could so... have a Sato type of come up? With the right, right group around him? The, the difference with Sato, though, well, the reason why I was really high on Sato in the year that they yeah. sh shit the bed was because I looked at what Sato was doing, and I think that he was making the right decisions, but the team wasn't on the right page. Like, he was... He was he had an idea of how he wanted to play, and it could have worked if the team was playing around him, but the whole team was just lost in that meta. Whereas when I watch OG play, I think he makes... He, I don't know. He plays like it's a ranked game a lot of the time. Like The decision-making is um, individualistic to a fault, and I think that that is going to be... I think it's kind of baked into his core. I don't know whether I've really seen him play a non-flashy playstyle, he always needs to be the center of a team. And I just don't think that's what this team is. This team, Yaki and BQB are the stars. And that's how you play. That's how this team should play. And that's how Fate built the team to play as well. He's a very selfless main tank and he is a very smart, communicative main tank. And that's why he is a great asset to the Shanghai Dragons. And I think you're changing the way that the Florida Mayhem are gonna play. OG, as you said, I think he is very, I'm going to win this game and I'm going to drag my team with him. And that's not always the solution to the problem, especially as main tank. You need to rely and give resources to the other players. And I'm worried, like, obviously, I think Kuki's a great coach and maybe he is the person who's going to tame the beast that is OGE. But I think that's a long shot. Or they change yeah, up the entire way the team played and try and play around OG, which who knows what they look like then. I mean, yeah, I mean, who knows that? In an alternate universe, we rank Atlanta Reign at like 14. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. But like here yeah, we are. Yeah, they don't have and Kai and Pelican. And we're yeah, about what? to put them in top eight. I can't believe you guys are this sold on Atlanta Reign. You I'm think not... they should be down by the charge? I, I feel like I'm the crazy one now. But like, You think they should be down by Guangzhou? I said in an alternate universe. I didn't say this one. Muppet. Oh. <laughs> so where would you put them then? No, I just think it's insane that we're putting Atlanta Rain this high. Like, so even, then where would you put them? Probably even like, you know, 10th, 11th maybe, but here we are. And like, if you guys are agreeing this much about Atlanta Rain being good, then I'll I don't, concede. I, I, I still don't have... Like, to me, we haven't yeah. hit that tier yet where I feel confident in the team across all metas. Like, I know they're going to succeed. Yeah. We're still in the tier of like... I mean, oh you could win, but it would be really unlikely. Um, I, oh, you guys have sort of convinced me about Florida Mayhem. Uh, I, 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 I want to believe the make-believe story that OG is going to be in right, here we go. better. Hold on. I also sat on the Florida Mayhem team preview that I, I, I share those thoughts. I have a solution. That was a big concern with Fate. I have a solution. Away. Okay. The first game of the season for Atlanta and Florida is against each other. Josh, write both of their names no, in big letters no. there. Whoever wins will go eighth. Whoever loses will go ninth. <laughs> we can't be wrong. Because here's, here's what bothers me. We, we went through the first 10 teams and people were like, oh, well, you know, Rush is the meta now. And like Rush is, you know, if you got a good Soviet Rush, that's a good season, right? And then we get to fucking Atlanta Rain. It's like, oh, it's all about the firepower. Shoot the guns. That's all that matters. It's not about Rush. C come yeah, on, yeah, guys. Yeah. So no, I mean, there. Well, do you think do you think OG is a better Reinhardt than uh, Gator? Gator, I'd say so. Yeah. Brawl. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd say so. 
Scott's like, have you been playing uh, the game? <laughs> no, well, I like. I think there's like there's justification there. I just, I, I, if I was, yeah, I, as I said, it's so close, and it's just up to what happens on the inside of the team. So, okay, I'll say this. I'll say this to make it more <laughs> to make it more reasonable. Mayhem. Like, OGs, OGs had some insane yep. peak Reinhardt moments. But do I think that Gator, you know, obviously has like the teammate skill set to have like be on a really, really good rush team and like, you know, sync up all the abilities and everything you need with that? Sure. Like he has more of the team player kind of aspect, but uh, like OG's mechanics as Ryan and like some of the moments he's had in the past on Reinhardt, like you can't, can't sleep on that. But, feel like. but that's what we say about him every season. And then like sometimes, <laughs> like some days he wins a game himself. Don't get me wrong. OG has yeah. been, had some bonkers games, but he's also had games where I'm watching it. I'm like, what am I even looking at? Like he's just running in and dying. And then it's like, it's like he's expecting everyone to be there, but they aren't and stuff like that. Sure, that's I agree with you. Is. But the argument I'm making is that I hope it's going to be different on Florida Mayhem. So I'm not saying you're wrong. Right. I'm just saying that I think potentially it'll, it'll be improved this year. Josh I has hope spoken. So yeah. Fuck you guys! I'm in charge of the pen. It's a mayhem at ten. No. <laughs> um, are we? Are we Atlanta just Atlanta straight in? After yeah, them? yeah. I think you I go think in. I think it's hard to say that Dallas is going to be really that bad. As much as yeah. we, there is rumors and it could be that way, like for just you just look at. I was looking at that roster on that page. I'm like, is this team really going to be that bad? Like, no, you gotta give please don't tell me. Doubt. That's a yeah. Dallas fuel like curse right there. I mean. It could definitely happen, though. We're in our yeah. top seven now, and we start getting into the teams that people were crazy excited about at the beginning of the season. Um, I think Dallas Fuel is the obvious next team that we should be discussing, but I want to hop over to the APAC region as well. Is say we... Philly, maybe? There's three teams left, right? There's Philly, Seoul, and Shanghai. Am I yes. right in that? Yep. Um, so... Who do we feel like is the weakest of those? At what point are we starting to go back into, like, away from North America, mm. looking at the worst of... I was of just going to say, who, who wins full strength between Philly and Seoul? And that's actually the first game of the season uh, for both of them. But Yeah, but not full strength, probably. Who, yeah, obviously, but not full strength. Um, I, I feel confident in Seoul this year, and I feel a little weak on Philly. Even before the the, you know, like visa issues and stuff like that. I think it's a real challenge for Philadelphia to integrate Mano into this roster properly. And I think that the, the style that he plays is probably going to have to shift quite dramatically um, in, order to, in order to fit into the team. I, I'm not that worried about Poco. I think Fury is almost like the, I think we said on the Platchat episode, he's like the cherry on top. Like he's, yeah. you know, he's, he's just that percentage better than the other great off-tanks that you could put in. But it doesn't yeah. really matter if you have another great off-tank like Poco. I don't think that's going to change your win percentage significantly. Alarm and Funny Astro, arguably best backline in the league. Not worried there whatsoever. But I am concerned with, this, with how the main tank slots in. And I'm also slightly concerned if they'll make the right decisions around Carpe. I think Carpe should probably be benched for a significant number of matches in this season. I don't think that focusing on having him in every game is going to be the right decision. I'm not saying they did that last year either because they did actually something on out sometime. But I think it's easy to fall into the trap, same with Eamon on the Chengdu Hunters, of this is our guy, this has always been our guy, we're going to run our guy. Um, even though probably when you look at the roster, like you would want to be focusing on Shockwave as being as core a player as you can make him. Also, the guy who benched Carpe is now on Toronto Defiance. Sure. So, yeah. 
they could very well um, go back to Carpe as our Lord and Savior. I don't think Mono... I think Mono's season last season is more of an outlier than like what Mono's going to be going forward. I, I think he's just been too good for too long to kind of like fall off a cliff. It, and I, when I looked at Soul, I was like, ah, maybe Soul plays a lot like last year. I think Sabiolby brings a lot to them like behind the scenes and just like, I don't think he'll play much, but I do worry about like, did you guys really like how Animo played last season? I I don't, I haven't, uh, like the way Animo's played since season one when like they yeah, were really, yeah like, I'm, I'm not sure how that works i uh, i worry a bit there i, I think, think Animo and games yeah i don't think i, I don't well, know if he's going to lose them games i agree yeah probably i think he's what about fine the... he's no funny astro yeah he's not he's not funny he's astro. not a moth He's not, um, you know, that caliber of Lee Jagon, yeah. Yeah, not Lee Jagon, not like that. But he's serviceable for the position yeah. that he's in, I think. I'm just disappointed <laughs> they got rid of Toby for Animo. That's like, that, yeah, like okay, when they got right. rid of Toby, I was like, you know, like I actually have this clip on Reddit and everyone called me an idiot because it's like, I don't think Toby is also that. I don't think he's your Lee Jagon. I don't think he's your funny Astro. But I would not replace him with Animo because I don't think Animo has had a good season in a long time. But I do want to say this as well when we talk about Philly and uh, Soul Dynasty is I think Animo and Mano have been stuck in the curse that was MYXL and whatever their coaches were doing where it's very hard to prove yourself and define yourself as a player when their roster is changing every week. They don't seem to have good strategies. They don't have any of that kind of stuff. I think Mano is actually going to be very good for the Philadelphia Fusion and that's why I'm actually excited about him coming to this team. Uh, but on the other hand, Animo, I actually don't think he was as much of the MYX curse, XY, NYXL curse, and more of just a, I just don't think he has done well on anything other than the Mercy, which is a mood for me. So do, do you guys think they'll play the Gesture Marvel tank line like all season again? No. I think obviously no, to you, I, I but... To you is no. very good. Yeah. I think yeah. this is one of those situations where they won't fall into the obvious trap. I think this is another obvious <laughs> coaching trap like the others that I've been mentioning where it's like, oh, we'll just we'll just play Gesture and Marvel. It worked for us last year in the finals. <laughs> but I think that's like that's too far. Like you've yeah. you've got Marvel now. They've been running him in the in the preseason games that we've seen. Marvel was playing main tank and swapping in and out with Gesture. It seems like they have a system that they want to run. Two you got brought back to the team. And, and put into the main position. We aren't in a Sigma meta, so there's no reason to even play Marvel as an off-tank anymore. It just, you, it would have to be such astronomically poor coaching <laughs> to continue that, that I can't believe anyone would do it. I think you could pick up a random from, from anywhere and they wouldn't make that same yeah. mistake again. I reached out to I reached out to Arnold from Soul Dynasty when they picked up uh, to you again. Yeah. And he got me... Um... A quote. I think it, I think the quote was actually directly from uh, Changun, and they were like very high on Two You, like spoke very highly of Two You uh, in that quote. So I, I I definitely think that they're they're big. He, he he's part of their plan this year, absolutely. So I also think that Soul Dynasty, like with the additions this year, like if they're just a bit more consistent in the regular season, and then like fire up the the nitro boosters come playoffs and like when it really matters like we know that gesture and profit can do also it's fair to have the conversation like did they get lucky with the gesture roadhog meta in the playoffs and like have they been lucky those couple of times that's fair but like i i do think there is you know i i do think that they still have that x factor come playoffs and if they can just shore up like some of the 
inconsistencies and like make things good. I think Bedoshi and Ottinger shall call on this team is, you know, going to hell with that consistency. I think I, I, I'm pretty bullish on Soul Dynasty as well. I don't think they're going to be amazing. I, like in the regular season, but I don't think they're aiming to be like amazing in the regular season. Like they just want to win playoffs games and they're a soul fan. You just want them to be consistent. I mean, yeah. last year's like, just don't an make me roller coaster. And I think animal main support can even help with that. Like it's not going to look spectacular. It's not going to be in the kill feed, but you know, hopefully it's consistent. And then come playoffs, like that's when they really all shine. I, so, okay. If we, if we're, I, it sounds like we're saying that Philly would be lower than Seoul. Uh, Ooh, that's tough. Okay, I, all right. I, I'm gonna, let me ask yeah. you an easier question. Are both of those teams better than the Dallas Fuel? Yes. Probably. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, the, the, the shit with high ping for Fusion is really bothering me. But yeah. if we have some, like, clause here for next week, then I'm fine. We'll put an asterisk next to the Philadelphia yeah. Fusion saying, yeah. assuming that, I mean, we, we've actually used up our asterisk space at the bottom by putting books for fun at number 21. <laughs> so I'll have to rub that out. But we can, uh, we can read at the bottom uh, something about ping. Yeah. Just um, add two more slots and put one for the Fusion on high ping and then with who knows and then one for the Fusion that we, we would want to see. Okay, right. So what, down at number 21 is, instead of books for fun, it's Fusion on 250 ping. I mean, Fusion with 250 ping, I probably put it, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'd probably put him a little bit higher than 22. <laughs> I mean, I mean not okay. to... So it sounds like we're leaning towards Dallas Fuel at number seven. I think that's reasonable. I, I think feel with like the holes we've that missed a team. I, I don't know how we've ended up. So the teams... No, like, we, I, I, have, I have my thing here. We, we oh, have okay. the seven. The, the two that we haven't talked... The four that we haven't talked about is Shanghai Dragons, San Francisco Shock, Washington Justice, and the Los Angeles Gladiators. But right, I think right. all of those teams are higher than the three that we're talking yeah. about. All, yes. all those teams deserve to not be talked about yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then Dallas Fuel, right? I... I do think that... The issues with the Dallas Fuel are clear and have been discussed and it's like the popular thing is to be like down on Dallas as we enter the season so you don't get burnt. I swear it's all the Dallas fans deliberately trying to put fucking bad energy out into the universe in the hope that the cycle of misery will just be broken by, by going off a cliff. The cycle just rolls off a cliff and you can't get any worse. And suddenly all of the wins look like, oh wow, I didn't expect that. Oh wow, they beat... Holy shit, they beat Houston in the opening match? Oh my god. Like that I think the fans are deliberately trying to dampen it so that they can get excited about anything well, again. But the the Philadelphia Fusion and the Soul Dynasty still have their own issues. Massive inconsistency problems that we don't exactly know are gonna be solved on Soul. And the um uh, and the Philadelphia Fusion uh, to me, whenever I look at it, it's just like, I don't exactly know how Mana's going to perform. Are you all, you're all confident that Dallas is going to be worse than both of them? I think I, just from what I, like, we've heard and from the matches that we've seen and seen them play, it just, it just hasn't been inspiring. It doesn't seem uh, like it's all coming together for a team that theoretically should have a ton of synergy. I would also say, okay. if they, if we put them in seventh overall, they're still what? Top four in NA? Because uh, what, you have Justice, uh, Justice Shock and Gladiators still left. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. not like top four in NA is still potential to get to a stage final or whatnot and win. It's not like uh it's not like we're putting them at, you know, 15th here. Uh I still think they're gonna be they're good. Like if the meta goes right, like they're a top 10 team, like you mentioned. If the meta goes right and it goes their way, 
that you can easily go from fourth in NA to second in NA and then have a chance to win a stage playoff. Uh, I just, I think there's so many holes that you probably run into more metas that they have holes in than ones that they would kind of hit that dominant stride in. And I say, I, and I say that just because I think the other three teams above them just are way, uh, way more consistent. I also think you need to enter the, we're in the top seven now, which I think is, I think any of these teams potentially could win the whole league. Obviously, Dallas is a yeah. very, very long Hail Mary, but I think, like, I don't see Atlanta or Mayhem winning the whole league. So uh -huh. I think we're in this stage where as much as Dallas is seventh, in a season where everything comes together, Dallas curse is broken and the, the synergy comes, I think they can potentially win. Yeah, yeah the break point. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is the break point. Yeah. Oh, we're making tier lists now? I like the idea <laughs> of the tier as well. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, I, I think there's other places where you could draw. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Is this brand uh, approved? A little bit. Look, yeah. One. Yeah, that one's very convoluted. Yeah, that one may be at the eight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that may be. That may just be fine right there. Yeah, I you feel may not touch that one. Huh? No, what? I don't think you can put MYX uh, on no, 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 no. Take that away. Take that away. He's just drawing shit. No. I think I think it's above MYXL. If you are gonna do it, I think Atlanta Mayhem and Chengdu are above all the other teams. Yeah. And I think yeah, that's actually, where I'd be confident. Yeah, I think that's pretty. Has cool. Chengdu just sucked the Mayhem and the Rain into the Chengdu zone, and they formed? <laughs> they formed. They've just taken the Chengdu zone into the middle of the pack and just sucked them up. All right. Okay. So after Dallas, we have. Number six, Philly. Ah, oh, damn, man, Philly was Philly so good soul, last year. Yeah, Philly was yeah, unbelievably good it, last year. I feel like people forget because they flopped in the final four, but Philadelphia had a better regular if, season record than the San Francisco Shock. They, I they think were, if I they knew, were dominant all season. I know that I said in the team preview that last yeah. year was their year. They're not going to do as well this year, and well, and okay. This entire discussion that we're having right now might just be boomed by them having visa issues. <laughs> but my God, they were really fucking Philly. good last year. <laughs> if I knew Philly was at full strength, I would put them over Seoul. Yeah. Uh, like I, if, I, if I knew, if I knew that, which honestly, by the end of the year, they probably will be. So if we're ranking this by the end of the year, I think we can go with the benefit of saying like we expect to see the Philadelphia fusion at full strength. And by full strength, like those players being able to you know, get to Korea, the coaches as well. Like, I think if you see that, you know, during this season, I think they will be a better team than Seoul. I, uh, I think it deserves to be said that I think last year was probably like the year for Philadelphia Fusion. I think that they like overperformed last year. They were phenomenal, but I think... They were perfectly coached. I love their roster. The way they integrated like Ivy and Heath into that mix. Sado has like, could be like the best year of his career. They had Fury on off tank. Alarm, uh, one rookie of the year. I like, I think that that roster was like, they overperformed on an already magnificent team. And I don't think that they'll be able to do that again. They have a different coach. They've had to change some stuff around. I don't think that they're going to be as good, relatively speaking. I think they might okay. even underperform a little bit. Here's where I 
I think their DPS line has gotten so much better under the idea that Carpe is not required to feel like he has to play everything. I think if you get Carpe on a situation where he doesn't feel like he has to play flex DPS sometimes, he doesn't have to play the hit scan while also playing the tracer. I think if you put Shockwave on that hit scan and he performs as well as he was last season, and then you have Rascal who could be that specialist flex DPS character, then you also have EQO who has that explosive potential, and then Carpe can just play the tracer. If you just have Carpe play that tracer and almost play the striker role, and he just like hard focuses and hard practices himself to be great at something, and he doesn't have that pressure that he has to win the game. I think he's that's to, better for them, and that's what they fell around. short. Yeah, I mean, he has that's what to they fuck around to play losses. Genji. He, I mean, Carpe, we've yeah. seen him try to play Genji. He's playing Hanzo. He's playing this, playing that. Like this is what we talked about on our team preview, Scott. Like if you just put him in a box and say only go extremely hard on these three heroes or four heroes, whatever it is, the the guy's skill is unreal. Uh. I think he's just been spread a little bit too thin and probably asked to do too much for this team. To where, if you get, I mean, Shockwave Rascal and EQO with Carpe is fucking crazy. Like, and then we forget to like, I mean, it, like, I think like people at this point maybe even underrating Mono with how we're talking about him. Just like, like this guy's not a bum. Like, New York had one kind of like suspect year, but I, I don't think he's from a player who has always been in the conversation as one of the best main tanks in the league to now kind of being like this massive question mark where, where we ranked Sato. We thought Sato was probably better last year, which I think Sato was, but like Sato's new team, like we're not even really kind of talking about, like, I, I think Mo I think mono is going to be fine for this team. I, I, know, I think I, this I, team's going to be good. I, I, I have a lot of like concerns that it's just not like, you know, visible in, the replays and the VODs. Like, it's not even analysis. Like, it's more. This is a gut feeling. This, this is, is a gut, gut feeling. feeling. And yeah. It's more about speculation. And, like, you can meme about how this entire power rankings is speculation. But most <laughs> no, of the time, no, 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 we no, have, no, like, no, we have opinions we, based on, like, research, analysis, and, like, science. most of that time. But when it comes to fusion, I just have well, some speculation and a gut feeling that I feel like <laughs> they have some things that could go pretty wrong when it goes to the inner dynamics and that's speculation like i don't actually know what goes on but i feel like you know there's a world in where you know rascal was supposed to become the new leader for the san francisco shock last year but that role didn't really work out for him like he couldn't really be that how does he come into the philadelphia fusion and communicate what is carpe's role in this what role does carpe want to have does he want to have a larger role or is he going yeah, to be like yeah. you know put like on the bench how is mono going to fit into this is he going to evolve as a player like in this stage of his career is poco like really not like a downgrade from fury i'm not saying he isn't but like I'm, I'm saying that there's a lot of that kind of speculation and things that could potentially go wrong you have a new coach i love kdg they have a new coach now i i there, there's a lot of like things that i want to see like i want them to prove me wrong is what i'm saying i want philip to prove me wrong because if it all goes right they could be as good as last year but they have to prove themselves once more to me this year i feel like before i'm super convinced but to me Okay, I, I, I hear you on all of those concerns, and I have similar concerns for, for Philadelphia Fusion, but also the Soul Dynasty are not just going to magically fix themselves over the offseason and become <laughs> hyper-consistent. Consistency is one of the hardest things to solve, I think. Like yeah. If you're, yeah. if you're a, a team that's all over the place, it normally takes so much effort to <laughs> consistently hit your peak. You might be able to consistently get somewhere in the middle, but to consistently peak is a lot of work. <laughs> uh, and, and 
I, I was just trying to look up where they finished yeah. in the regular season for 2021. Oh, can, anyone, were, was, can anyone find that quicker yeah. than I can? I'm I like, think oh, it so. was... I think it was 11th. It was 11th. Yeah. So I was just going to uh, say... It's behind the spark if, in the regular yeah. season for fuck's sake. So I was going to say, if this team... If this team didn't hit that Roadhog meta and make a run all the way, would we be seeing this kind of roster back this year? Like, if Maybe. you just judged them by the regular season, obviously you can't, because that's not the, the right way to do things. They turned up and they performed in the postseason, then they should be kind of given that credit. But... Is this a I team that you would have looked at and said, let's run it back? I think they filled a lot of the holes that they had from last season. I think to you is a great addition and someone who's consistently off tank. You no longer have Gesture as your primary person. Like, like just play, let Gesture play Winston and I guess Roadhog. And then you let Marvel play everything else. And I think he adds that consistent factor as a main tank. Yeah. The only, like, and I watched just the uh, soul play in the open script. Creative has been really good. Like, oh, surprised. Yeah, he was, I never, he was sick at the end of last year. I have never really thought of too much of creative, but he was really stepping up and popping up. My only real concern with this team is Animo. Just let Fitz and Profit play DPS. So Bjolby, if they need Profit plus a Tracer. But other than that, like, I think that's a really solid roster. And I agree with Sideshow that consistency is hard, but I actually think it's funny that we're talking about this because <laughs> the only other team I've seen overcome massive wild swings of flex of uh, performance is Philadelphia Fusion. And they did that last year. Last year, yeah. they were incredibly consistent, and that's how they finished first in the Western region. Uh, but they also, so, they bolstered their roster so much from one year to yeah. another. They made large changes. I mean, they brought in Alarm at the at the backline position. That's a huge upgrade over Boombox. That's bigger than anything that the Soul Dynasty had. <laughs> then, then they had... Um, then they bring, Funny bring Astro in, over Neptuno. Uh, what's right? Eerie. Funny Astro over Neptuno. Yeah. 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 But um, that had already... Hadn't that already happened towards the end? Had that happened? No. No, maybe... He was on Atlanta. Uh, Astro's on Atlanta. He was, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that backline upgrade is enormous. Unbelievably sure. huge. I don't think that that... I don't know that that change of identity is shockwave, is shockwave and rascal yeah i mean because yeah you would look at like shockwave if, and rascal if philly were playing at their like max capacity no visa issues no ping they're all settled down they're in the t1 academy in seoul they're surrounded by massively good infrastructure because that's that's the home of of, of t1 is actually in korea where they're going to be playing from the yeah. same building that fake is in you get these guys all together you're telling me that they aren't going to be in the mood to reproduce what they did last year. Ah, like they would they, be. Yeah, that's I, true. I don't know, man. Like, I think that Philly might shit the bed this season if, like, problems happen. But it feels criminal to rate them underneath no, the it, 11th seed from the regular season last year. <laughs> like, I don't know. If they, it, all, the, the, the only reason you would put them below Seoul is if you thought they just were never going to get everybody there and it was going to be kind of like a makeshift type of thing. Like, I think it's going to happen... And I think when they do, like, they're, they, look, they're going to, they probably have to win some games at that point. Like, who knows what their roster looks like at the start of the season. Maybe they have people playing on really high ping for what we know. But, like, that team, though, if they can get it to, go, to happen, and I think they're going to be motivated to make it work, and it seems like, you know, Tucker and everybody at Philly, like, they can, they can move the mountains to make it happen. I, I really like that roster. I really I, like I would that say team. for the sake of ranking, I would be happy putting Seoul at six and Philly at five with the yeah. asterisk in place. Because I feel I like know. the fact that all the ping issues are like weighing down fusion for me. 
but with like the asterisk in place there until like we figure it out like um okay i'm fine with doing this yeah so i mean what uh alarm alarm mono carpe rascal is probably good enough to win a few games in apac i mean i mean even yeah. with even just filling in the holes with you know contenders players you probably still have enough firepower to yeah. win some games if you if you brought the fusion from last year and they played in apac this year I think that that team is competing with Shanghai to dominate. It's not just like, yeah, they're not probably, just trying to like, yeah. they're not just trying to like be the second best team. They're trying to actually beat Shanghai for the number one position, I think. Uh, I, I also think people disregard a lot of what Philly accomplished last season because they went to that final four, right? And they got yeah, destroyed. Yeah, yeah. And But the, I think one of the main reasons they got to the end was they got there and it's like, hey, Hisu, you have to play hit scan against three of the best hit scans in the world. And he just fell so short. And I think they filled a lot of that holes in the DPS. I think their tank line and their support line was really good. Obviously, we have more questions about their tank line, but... I, I, I think Philly's going to be good, unless, as you said, like with the asterisks, like unless yeah. things go horribly wrong, they'll be a good team. Okay, what about, what about the next team? Because to me, I was almost, for the sake of time, I did not, but I almost, towards the end of that discussion, before we put these on the board, I almost wanted to throw in the Washington Justice into this like clusterfuck with the Fusion and Soul. Because I think that Washington have got like this, this um, super team rep coming into this year, yeah. but their team, I think, is still somewhat unproven. It has, uh, it has some very highly rated rookie talent coming in. But I think it's hard to know exactly how well that's going to perform when it comes to the main stage. And some people have some fair questions about the back line. Yeah. How, yeah. How, do you think, like, how do you think that's going to interact with, the, with their position on the board? Oh, I think I think that they I would personally have to put the justice there. Like I think they out of the the last you know four teams, like this is definitely like the weakest backline. I think I have like the most questions about it. And then also like what you're looking at, decay tuba Jerry. Like I think decay is a beast. Uh, no, no, okay, no, I, let me stop. Okay, right okay, there. okay. What Here's are you gonna say? You <laughs> Here's where you fucked up. I think Washington Justice have the best DPS lineup in the game with Assassin and Decay at the it's front. It's nuts. Line. Yes. Oh, I think yeah. that I, I didn't see that. Fucking Assassin, yeah. Pump the brakes. Yeah. From no, I, I know what you're going to say. I, I, I like Assassin actually... on the roster, but I don't know if I think they have the best. The best? Think... Number one is a hot take. But it's only a Okay. I'm not going to, okay, because we do have some phenomenal ones. And like, I think like I was going to say it with Profit and Fitz. Like, Profit and Fitz is insane as well. But like, just in those two players, I have so much faith in them. Like, I, I think just those two players makes me so confident that they are above, uh, like, they are four, because I think everything else around them is really good. You got Mag, this rocky, rookie main tank that has so much hype around him, and then you have uh, Fury, who we're oh talking about, is the cherry on top. The question becomes Bebe well, Closer. Like, Bebe Closer has never impressed me, neither one of them, but I've heard good things from other people, so it's like, I'm just sort of taking their word for it. <laughs> I think... The tanks and, and yeah, I mean, Decay is absolutely sick. I mean, hell, we're probably going to do... I don't do think a, that's the best DPS. We're probably going to do a, 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 an episode about, like, Rookie of the Year and stuff like that and who to keep your eye on maybe next week. But I wouldn't have had my eye on Assassin over people like Pelican in that position, to be honest. Yeah. Do you really think I Assassin, Assassin has play. the... I watched Assassin play in a contenders vod very recently, and like I, I've never, I haven't seen someone just dominating contenders that hard in a long time. Like he's just, he's just been really good, and I think he just, you put him in a situation where 
decay is the superpower and you just need to pull your weight i think assassin does such a good job in that situation and like i i don't know i just think it's such a well-rounded team that i think this is going to be really good i was really worried when it was just tuva (laughs) And then they add yeah, 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 definitely. Well, no, I'm, I'm good. I mean, exactly. That's the that's the thing that really tips it over the edge. But how? I mean, they have the they have a weaker backline than shock. They have a weaker backline than Shanghai. They have a weaker backline than the Gladiators. They have a, they have weaker, a weaker backline, backline than, than Philly. Than Philly, by <laughs> far. I mean, they, they have a weaker backline than Philly. They probably I mean, have a weaker backline than Seoul. You're getting down to. Ah uh, no. You don't think? Yeah, I don't agree with that. No. I don't know. Yeah. I I don't creative rate Bebe as highly I, as I rate creative. I think that makes the difference. I created yeah, maybe, but the I think Close is so yeah. much better than Anima. Like, he closes so much better I than Anima. I don't think he's so much. Really? I think you guys don't fame. realize how low my Anima like ranking is. Uh, like, okay. I don't think Close right. is incredible, but I don't think Anima is very good. I'm just happy right, to be right. here. Like I don't know. <laughs> if the, like even if those four players are like insane. Is that enough to get them over any of the other teams that you would have? I kind of want to put Gladiators at four. Oh, no. What? Okay. Okay, here we go. Get him out. You explain that one. Do you think that the tank line of Mutant Space is better than Mag and Fury? No. No, I don't. I think it's equivalent. Do you think that the DPS line of Birdring and Kevster is better and mirror and assassin and mirror yeah god almighty birdring kevster could but, pound though as well but we talk but of you shoot and moth is like so too. much better yeah, i mean so yeah, yeah you leave that so out so i did not speak about the back <laughs> yeah. for a reason <laughs> but also the other reason that i have a lot of confidence in the gladiators which you you won't understand this if you were only a fan of last year's overwatch league but I think Gladiators will have a better system than the Washington Justice going into this year. I think their players are really smart, the players that they've got on the Gladiators. And I think that now that they've, now that they've got like um, a retooled team with a huge amount of experience and like players that know how to win on that team, I think that they are not going to run Did into I... any of the struggles from last year. Whereas I think, I think the Washington Justice might struggle from like super team syndrome a little bit. But they have too I, many I went good to go, players. Uh, I went to go find out like... Uh... Because uh, I believe they picked up Kevster in the middle of the season uh, last year. Did he ever actually make it to the States? Or is yeah, he playing... Well, Kevster, Kevster? No, he was there the whole time. time. But... Oh, he was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But was no, he was he? The... No, he wasn't. No, Wait, no, they had picked up in June. He got picked up in June, yeah. They had Jaru? No, because no, they had they, Yeah, they had Jaru, Mirror, and... I spoke and, uh, to Deepay. They were working yeah. on getting Kevster over yeah, for this got, year, yeah. but he couldn't even promise me they that. Got, they were They got Kevster really? June 16th. Wow. Was he playing online most of last year? He like, playing, in his year now, I mean, that is... He was playing on ping the whole time. The dude and, is and one the of the most talented part players is, uh, in the whole league. He's unreal. I mean, we're talking about Shockwave. If... Shockwave's like mini Kevster. Kevster's a fucking beast. He's unbelievable. You want to hear something funny? Uh, the paintbrush left the team on the seventh. They bring in Kevster on the sixteenth, and then on June twentieth, Shine shows fourteen day contract expired. That's what Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I so he wasn't stain. here for. Uh, he he wasn't here for all of last year. That's what June is like. Get, get, get out of here. Sorry, get out, get out of here. Ren, Ren's picking up his food and he's copping a look at the rankings. You, nah, you nah, 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 you don't nah, have a nah, 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 nah. Get him out, get him out. <laughs> be gone, be gone. You don't have, you don't have a microphone. Uh, 
Get out of here. Don't don't judge lest ye be judged. Who said that? <laughs> um, Prophet, I think, last season or something. I can't remember who said it. Kepser with the team in NA would be... Uh, that, I mean, that is a huge improvement over when playing online. Last season, at the end of last season, I feel like a lot of people forget. Like, we had massive concerns last season going into it. Remember last time we did the power? Yeah. like, yeah. is Birdring washed? Like, is he going to be able to perform? His end of widow. last season, he put that to bed. He was so good at the end of last season. You put that with Kevster's just, like, raw power, <laughs> oh, and then you have so... Mirror's flexibility. <laughs> with Moth like, and I Shoe? Really good. With Moth yeah, and it's, Shoe? Like, it's... come on now. Uh, I think the Justice have to be... Un until we see... Bebe and closer play, they have to be fourth. Like, like if we see them play and they and they are good, then I think we can have a conversation. What do you what do you what do you, um, what do you, so you all you all think this is the year that like Deepay fulfills the prophecy? Yes. What's the I prophecy? think it could be. I don't know, being good. They make it to the Holy <laughs> Land. The thing is, they've though, always had a good roster, but never lived yeah, up to that expectation. Is what I think like, Johnny is. But they've they never had a roster like this. Team. They've always had like decent results, you know. I would they say have, that they... the Gladiators have had better than expected results some seasons as well. Though yeah. they finished fifth in um, in the uh, was it the season two nineteen right? I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've always been good. like top six, top seven. You know, but they never yeah, they've had a roster. They never had a roster like this though. This roster has like. Uh, limited holes i mean like almost his i i don't yeah even, what 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 are you gonna say is i think you're gonna justice, say something is the justice actually lower than fourth though? no because <sighs> i i think that the justice is has a huge amount of star power on that team massive star power they have runaway dps very highly rated they have decay. People fucking loved him. They were cream in their pants. They also hated the fact that he made Justice go on a long run through the playoffs because they were using a rule loophole. <laughs> then, then they've got this the Mag, incredible, like Rookie of the Year candidate immediately. Like he's your number one for Rookie of the Year probably. Um, and, and Fury, unreal talent. But what? What I'm concerned about. You need a big butt. About, I'm just, I'm just saying. You need a yeah, big yeah. butt. Yeah, yeah. Is what baby closer a big enough butt? Yeah. Well, what I'm concerned about is, <laughs> is how they actually put this team together. What, how they, how they put the team together. What the coaching structure looks like, and how they. I, I don't think it's good enough to just get good players and assume you have a good team. I think that you, you also need an idea of how the, the players fit together. There's a lot of star talent here that has been like the star talent on teams that they've played with in the past. And I think that, I, I don't know, man. I don't, uh, I think that, the, I think that they have a lot of, you look at the roster and you can't help but consider them to be a top team. See, I, I honestly, okay, this, but they this might be my whole take then. Usually uh, here, we go, take here we go, the, the, the People are just going to be like looking back go. at me and just like, but like, do you not feel that same way about Gladiators? Like even a little bit? Like, yeah, I understand that like, Moth is incredible main support, like, you know, top three main support, if you will. Like, Bren even wanted him MVP or whatever last season. <laughs> but then, like, okay, you throw in Shu here as well, and, like, you bring in Muse and, like, integrate him with Space. Like, they still have some of those issues as well. And I feel like when you bring in half a team, even though, like, they're great players, it doesn't, you know, mean that but they're I coming think... into a system. They I still have the... to adjust. There's a lot of pieces that have to adjust. I think the Gladiators deep players, system. The Gladiators players aren't um, star focal players. 
A lot of them are like team players. Shu didn't stand out on his former team. He was just sick as fuck. Moth wasn't the like player that you built the team around. Muse was not like... What, what I'm trying to get at here is they're not players that demand a lot of resources and are the center of how a team is being built. I think when you put a lot of those kind of players together, it can lead to problems. And, and I worry about that with the Washington Justice because they have so much star power, but also all of those players were the focal points of their teams in the past. I mean, the, like, see, I, I, would, I, I, like, I, I would almost like disagree because I would say that like you look at someone like Fury and how he transitioned from London Spitfire to Philadelphia Fusion almost like seamlessly you don't think he can yeah. transition to Washington no. Justice and continue yeah, being well, as good I, I and then you decay he's just like a beast my assassin I've okay my concerns are with assassin and Maga's rookies coming in here even I don't I don't um doubt their individual skill in any sense but I think when you have those two core components coming in as rookie players, then you also have Decay, who Decay, anytime you build a team, it's going to be built around Decay. Like, you're not going to be giving all of your resources to Mag to pop off. You're not, you're not going to be playing the team around your main tank, probably. You're going to be trying to just hard pocket Decay and try and get him to have the best success possible. And that's probably the style that you're going to build the team. And when you have the player... I don't know, when you have players like that that have previously been the stars of their team, like Assassin, like Mag, and they're rookie players and they have to adjust their playstyle around Decay, who is the star player now on that team. And you have two support players that aren't at the top of their class as well. I worry that there isn't going to be enough good, good juice to go around. And instead, they're all going to try and play their own, their own game. And what we've I, heard I closer... Think, we've heard know, closer, a, like... Uh, when closer went from London... When he went from London to Dallas, a lot of the talk was like, oh, he's better than what you saw in London. He's better. And then we just kind of saw, I mean, obviously, I don't think, I don't think judging him on what happened in Dallas is fair because Dallas is just, they were Dallas at that time. But we, we've kind of heard this story before. Uh, and then Bebe wasn't like tremendous for the spark. Uh, I think he I mean, was underrated. Not that he was amazing, I, yeah. but I think that people like sometimes forgot about Hangzhou. I oh. also want to bring up as well that uh, I actually saw a clip recently of Packing Ten talking about how they real like Valiant really wanted closer from Dallas Fuel after the season, and they were saying like I trust Packing Ten and the Valiant scouting back then. Like I think if they recognized that closer was really good and would fit the team really well, I trust that. Like I I'm like you, I've never been super impressed by closer. Yeah. Baby closer is my weakness of this team, <laughs> but I can't justifiably put. And inc like, <laughs> I mean, a questionable fusion and an inconsistent soul above the star power of this Washington. This, this team's Fair game enough. plan is clear. It's like, can Decay, Assassin, Mag, and Fury dunk on the other team hard enough that like whatever whatever issues they may have in the support line, yeah, are just don't matter, right? Yep. I, I, I feel like yep. there's definitely a universe where like the players on Washington are just so good that they just like type lol in chat and move past <laughs> all, all of like your worries and they're just like sure. yeah we know that he's yeah. sick so we're gonna play around him yeah like mag there's a reason that people separated him from a tier with muse um and the other main tanks in korea contenders like oh, yeah, yeah we knew that muse was good in korean contenders but like you know they, they still separated a tier because they knew mag was just so much better and yeah, so yeah. i i don't i don't take the gladiators for granted i think they have a lot of star players and i think you know best case scenario like they're competing for the title but i don't want to take it out for granted whereas i think washington justice they're so packed on every position that i think they will figure it out like, is there a I tier think, break I think, I think washington justice will continue 
to be the team that is 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 it right the term like spites people that they're like people will like have a problem with them being so good like they'll try to f they'll try to break them down because they'll be so good and people will be like you know this fucking justice roster they like have it all and they're so good and like they sh they don't deserve they're gonna to be, be the this heels good. of the league you think yeah i i i, I think they can <laughs> the very much tell that and just like yeah like what what happens if they come out and beat the gladiators you know like, I, I think a lot of people will actually be like, you're fucking Washington Justice. You know, we like Gladiators. They have Moth. They, they have Caps. <laughs> so exciting. They have so many good players. But, like, we, we like the Gladiators. But, like, here comes Washington Justice. Put, like, fucking... They just packed this bad boy with so many star players. And now they're just <laughs> off to the races and just beating DNA region. I, th I, 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 think, I think that they awesome. can continue that sort of... I would love to see that happen, to be honest. Yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> um, okay, I think that this is pretty reasonable. Top three... I think I think actually I kind of want to I, I kind of want to know just, what you're going to say. What are you going to say? What are you going to say? Listen, I'm not going to go for the hot take. The hot take this season has say? been people putting shock in number 2. I think that's dumb. I think you put shock at number <laughs> 1 and then we argue about who's 2 and 3. Because Okay, I disagree. And I that's that's oh it's interesting God, because like it's interesting because I actually said in my power rankings that I was gonna put shock number one just because I trust Coast uh Krusty. Nero is incredible. I think Glissa can step into that role that Arns has. But I've talked myself into that I think you put fate's leadership at the forefront of the talent of the Shanghai Dragons. <laughs> that I think it can I think it can be really good. And I think this could be the season that they take it over. Okay. And I, if Lip can learn to ENP one thing, then I think that'll be incredible. I can I can see where you're coming from, but also uh, the shock of won the league um, twice, and uh, yeah. the shock of won the league twice, and the shock won yeah. the league twice, and they haven't lost the league since 2018. So that I think those are four good arguments why Shock should be in number one. Three new players though. Like we talk about it from season two to season three. There wasn't a whole lot of change in that roster, right? They have three new players, and it's not like three players that are stepping into like not big shoes, right? FD God, is is he gonna be able to fill the role that Moth is? He's a player that goes for a lot more aggressive plays. All of a sudden we have Glister who was good on the London Spitfire, but was he is he Arns as good? And now you have a Nero who is someone who hasn't really been tested in the league due to just visa hell. We all have very high on him and he's a phenomenal player, but can he now take this uh shock team to number one again? I, I would know. but Shanghai's also... just as good as they always were. Not yeah, I mean, Shanghai should be as good as they've always been. Um, but uh, it, it comes down to a similar argument, but the opposite to Atlanta, where <laughs> Atlanta have provided a whole season of evidence that they can't beat top teams. Even if, they look, <laughs> even if they start beating top teams now, I think it's reasonable to underrate them coming into the season. The burden of proof is on them to to prove that they are good in my opinion yeah. like that i think is the way that this that that i approach things you, if you are good and you are beating people right now then go into matches and prove it and prove prove us wrong prove yourself from last year wrong and for the shock the opposite i i feel is shock are the best until proven otherwise until you until yeah. until they lose until they look weak until they can sustain significant losses there's, you, you I don't know. You can't doubt them. Until you see them getting beat, like, 
And like, not like, like beaten, like, like just somebody beat them down, you know? I mean, they got beat I, down at the beginning of last season as well. They lost to both of the yeah. LA teams and then they bounced back and won the entire yeah, league. Uh, and they, I mean, they don't even finish with the best record in NA, but you could tell that they were the best team in NA. Yeah, yeah, you, you knew. For the majority uh, of the, the year. I would feel kind of weird not putting Shock one. Personally. I, um, I actually, um, okay. I don't fully agree with Costa, but to an extent, I echo his opinions. And this is also why I I'll said in that. our team, in our team previews with both Shanghai Dragons and the San Francisco Shock, I think losing Ans is like a huge deal for the Shock. Like, as I said in the team preview, like the, uh, the, the, the way he could just like win fights before they started because he got so many first kills on the head scan roll, it was like incredible. Yes. Um, is FD going to fill Moth's shoes? I think he'll be able to. And I actually think that like this backline will be like incredible. That being said, I think Shanghai Dragons, Fate being the main tank of this team, I think that it could be like scary good. Like I feel like this could become like one of the best Overwatch teams of all time. If you know, perfect. If it goes perfect, that is. Um, but I don't think it's going to necessarily go that perfect. And I feel like it'd be just straight up rude not to rank shock at number one but i do I'm i do feel like shanghai well. fate as, as main thing of this team i actually i don't i don't know if i want to say this is an upgrade but like i think it's a good fit i think it's a really good fit for fate to be on this team yeah I was as long worried. as like they don't mess it up i think it's really yeah i was worried when it first got announced because i thought that it might be like moon and fate just off on their own little adventure change yeah scott's yeah, trying to get back on the payroll too he's trying yo, to get back moon, on the payroll hit me up, well. dude. let's get a yeah, reunion he's like, yo, moon, let's squash the beef bro i'll come to shanghai i'll, I'll <laughs> yo, be I'm there so smart yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i i don't think that that is gonna happen when we saw them play in the preseason the way that they appear to be approaching things they know what worked last year and i think they're trying to slot fate in rather than make the team fit to fate which I think is absolutely the best thing to do. I just thought it might be a, you know, one of the coaching traps that I'm talking about would be, oh, I know Fate's great, let's model, let's kind of change the team around him. I also think the addition of Erster could be enormous for this team. Yeah, yeah I, I think mean... that last year, the, last year people forget that the Shanghai Dragons actually looked kind of bad during the Summer Showdown meta. The meta where you had to play the Genji as the hard carry for the team, they ended up losing to the Guangzhou Charge. Because they just, Fletter could not understand how to play the carry style of Genji. He was totally lost when he was playing it. Which is wild, because Fletter ended up winning the MVP, and, and he was amazing at everything else that he did. But I think Ersted just, Ersted's the opposite of Fletter whilst playing all of the same <laughs> heroes. He's the big dick guy. He's going to go in there, take all the resources, and carry your games. That's not what Fletter does. Fletter plays very intelligently around his team and his timings, and, and, and how his tanks are making space for him. But... <laughs> This is just such a fierce roster now. My, we my, did the... I will say my only problem with it is last year they actually failed to integrate different looks in their team. DM, whenever they tried to run DM, yeah. whenever they had like sniper metas, they actually kind of sucked at them. They didn't, they didn't do well compared to the, what you expected their success rate to be. So there's no guarantee that when they sub in DM at the right positions or when they sub in Erster in the right moments that they're actually going to be able to work, make it work as a team. This was a team Well, I think Faye much... tells with that. And that's why I think yeah, it's a good fit. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Could do. If people forget, I think, uh, even before last season when we did our editorial piece for the league and we assumed that Atlanta wasn't going to bench Erster the whole year, like we were like thinking he could be like an MVP candidate. Like, yeah. That's how good Erster is. Yeah, he is uh, sick. I did. I, I also think, too, Shanghai will have the benefit of, like, maybe if it doesn't, like, click straight away with Fate, like, you kind of look, like, Fusion has an asterisk, like, Soul is kind of, like, 
a lot of like the teams that we have in that upper echelon, at least here, like we do have in NA, right? Where they'll be able to beat the Valiant. They'll be able to just like roll out a bit and beat some of these other teams, right? Like where, you know, Shock and Gladiator is going to be challenged pretty consistently with a lot of these teams. Yeah, I, I, I don't... I agree that I think we can just put Shock at number one. That's who I like had, and I agree with your point. Like until beaten, you can't really prove that otherwise. I do have way more concerns about the Shock heading into this season than I do the Shanghai Dragons, and that is where my my issues raise. But I, I think that's completely fair. Where do the Gladiators also, fit in? Shut up, number three. What? Also, San Francisco, <laughs> they did lose a couple of coaches as well. Like you yeah. know, is that going to be a big deal to lose Junkbuck and Arachne? Did they lose Krusty? We're now head coaches on Guangzhou and... They didn't lose Krusty, so. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is roughly how I feel as well. Krusty's been yeah, able like, to, like, coach up... As long as Krusty's as well. there, yeah, I mean, put Brent on the coaching staff, I don't know. <laughs> He's giving them bananas and back rubs. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, just run the waters over. <laughs> I, I, I'm interested in this idea, though, of... Um, I feel like it's incredibly unlikely that the Shock actually win a third time in a row. Like, that, that seems unfathomable that they would be able to pull it off. Is that, does everybody else share that similar opinion? That it would no. be unbelievable if they won the third time in a row? Well, I don't I feel do. like it's I don't unbelievable. Think it'd be like unbelievable. Right yeah. No, you don't See, think so. I think I, that it's I, reasonable at this point. I think they're so good that, like, yeah, you know, they could go on and win a third and, like, that wouldn't be the holy shit they did it the third time. Like, if they won this year and then went into next year and was like, holy shit, they won four times in a row. Like, that, that, then you get into like all time yeah, esports. Four times. I mean, bro, I'm a holy shit for, thir for three. Yeah. I'm a yeah, fucking, I, that would be a holy oh shit. Oh my yeah. fucking god. Yeah, How I, are you yeah, three no, times no, 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 it's so like reasonable for them to go and win it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think the, the, like the I'm separating the achievement well, of winning three from like them winning isolated this year with this roster. But but is that unfair? I think also it comes down to the fact that they've lost crucial pieces every year. Yeah, they lost their MVP arguably both years in a row. This year they're starting to get chipped of, apart by the rest of the league. Yeah, with the loss of Ans. They've done a great job at filling in those holes previously, and I think I really tr trust Krusty's scouting as well. But at some point, you gotta miss, don't you? At some point, yeah. you just gotta miss. You gotta lose uh, SMI or something, you know? That, that's well, like, I agree with Sideshow. The thing that's most impressive to me isn't like, you know, we've seen these crazy runs in like other competitions and sports and stuff like that. Usually, when they make these crazy runs, they do it with the same team playing the same game. Like, these guys are doing it with a completely different roster for three years, playing a three different metas, going through. Do like, they? we went from GOATS to 222 to now having three replacement players. I think that would be a incredibly impressive and a testament to the management and coaching of the shock but also the players that have been there the whole time as well no, like just being I, I, so consistently good i disagree with that i think I, I actually disagree with that i think that having a couple of like new blood in this roster is going to help revitalize the championship ambitions and it's going to help the team like hey now ft got us here and hey now glister is here like we want to go win the championship and like we want to be part of this entire culture and that i think is going to um, I think that's going to motivate some of the older players on this team as well. I say older, like they're all kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're old, Johnny. They're young. To get a third one, you know? 
um i i i feel like that's good motivation for the rest of the team and i think it's also good like if you're the same team for like two years like at some point you're like well you know i know these guys i you know you start to care less but i think having new blood in, in the team i think it's going to help motivate them so i actually think that's good there's yeah i was just gonna say i was like I think having the new blood is great. I think they'll be extremely motivated, those players, to win. I was even almost, like, thinking, like, if, if the new players kind of hit their peak, is there even a world in which they're better? But I, I think then you kind of get back to the rest of the league, I think it's just upgraded so massively. Like, I think we talked about it on the, uh, when we did the Shock Team preview, right? Like, you know, Nero moving to the States, like, coming back from Korea, where I think, you know, he was in Visa Hell for a while. He can now kind of, like, settle down actually play uh, you know with a team i think putting glister in this type of environment maybe he develops uh e even better than what we had thought is there a world in which I, I mean i still think the only thing that you're still missing is that on's role right like who who takes over that and maybe it's striker uh we talked a little bit about it when we did the team preview that striker was uh before they got ons he was like playing a ton of like he was just grinding widow that's all we heard from the shock team is that he was just basically Widow 24-7, Hitscan 24-7, wasn't really focused on the Tracer, but I think it's ridiculous because he's insane at Tracer. Like, if there's ever opportunity yeah. to play him on Tracer, you should. But I mean, that's that's also... If you don't need a Tracer, maybe you play him on Hitscan. Talking about, like, the MVP being Ants last year, somewhat ignores the fact that they had their most success in control maps, mostly because Riker's un unbeatable when he comes to the Tracer. <laughs> like, if you can play that guy on Tracer, he's unbeatable. And they still have that ace up their sleeve to be able to rely on this year. They've got a better Tracer player than... I mean, I guess the only teams that would contest them are the Gladiators, depending on who they put on Tracer. Uh, well, not depending on who they put, but whoever they put on Tracer of like Kestra or Birdring, maybe they'd be able to step up a little bit. Decay on the Justice. Carpe, if that's all he was grinding. Profit, I guess. But there's nobody that you can point to and say they're going to win them control games against the shock there's just nobody yeah yeah, yeah. it's crazy Get out of here, you're drunk. all right wow. i i have two i have two questions for you because we we feel like we've locked in this top 20 yeah. what's the one team that we're going to be the most wrong about that I, in fact it's a it's a multi-pronged question it's essentially two of the same questions which two teams are we going to be the most wrong about? One, the team we've ranked the highest that's going to end up really low, and one, the team we've been the most wrong about that goes up. Well, like, are start, we going to... Start with the one that we've ranked too high. If you had to point at a, a, a team and say, at the end of the season, we are going to say, oh my God, what were we smoking putting them that high? You know my answer. What is it? What are you say? It's Atlanta in it. Atlanta at number eight. I can, they, I can could, they could be 15. I'm going to go with Sol. Mm. I think this could Ooh. be the Sol's fall from grace. I think that they've their run's been too good at the very end. And I think this could be the season that they fall down. Uh, I was actually debating between Sol and Dallas. I'm going to say Sol as well. Because uh, I wasn't extremely sold on them when we talked about it. Uh, I think... I, I also think like they... This is a team I actually would have liked to see make even like more changes and more additions to really kind of like motivate some of the players who have just been around for a while. Or I think, you know, making it to the finals last year kind of bought them like a pretty clean, clean road this year to come back where I would have liked to see them challenge a little bit more, a little bit motivation. 
Do you guys uh do you guys think it would be banned if Dallas were just shite this year? I mean that, that was the one that I was thinking. I was like so I was like funny. I could totally see Dallas like like if Dallas ran into some bad metas, like I could see Dallas being worse than like Atlanta and Mayhem potentially. That's the only other one I was considering. Uh those like are the two that I was looking at. To like tailspin just like three matches in like oh god also, Rush is not our comp oh my god we have holes in our here yeah, pool. I mean, like what the fuck and it just i mean it could spiral quick right but also dallas are the kind of team that require a certain meta to be at their very best there's no guarantee you get that meta yes in a, in a whole that's year. true like there's not there really isn't a guarantee good like, chance we, they don't buff genji like that again uh yeah, i mean and, <laughs> and also but they can yeah. just play sombra doom again <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's, there's. No, we have. I feel like in the off season we always come into it thinking it'll be like the season before, and it never is. We've never had a season that's the same as the one before, yeah. not at any point. And it feels like this one should be the closest to the previous year. Yeah. But fuck me. I mean, we could have a double main tank meta at some point during the league. Who are you? And uh... it just booms everyone. No one's prepped for it. No one has two main tanks on their roster apart so, from Soul. And... and they just ride it up with Gesture and Marvel. <laughs> Aha, you, you laughed at us when we were running Marvel at off tank, didn't you? But now we have uh, two of them. So wait, now me and Scott think Soul. What about you and Johnny? What do you, what do you guys say? Johnny Atlanta. Johnny oh, Atlanta. Atlanta. I, I'm going to go for a, a bold pick here. I think there's definitely like some people around like the 11 to 15 that could just fall off the face of the earth. But I, I'm going to stick my neck out and say that it's the justice is the team that I'm looking at. Because it's not wild. What we have here is them at a clear <laughs> number three position in North America. We have shock. Gladiators, Justice, and then a gap down to Dallas at number seventh. And we're not even that sure about Dallas. It's like there's a tier here with Dallas, Atlanta, and Mayhem in North America, right? And there's a tier here with Shock, Shang uh, Shock, Gladiators, and Justice. I'm not convinced that Justice are going to... I don't know. I've just got this gut feeling that they... That they've made all the right moves and they're still gonna get boned a little bit. I don't... What? I'm not saying they're gonna... I'm not gonna saying they're gonna fall off the face of the earth. But I think they're going to have growing pains at the beginning of the season, maybe a little bit. And their players are going to look spectacular, but they might not be able to get the wins over the line. And they end up going down to like, I don't know, I guess um, maybe, maybe like, I could see them at like fifth or sixth in NA. And I think that that would be a large disappointment for a team like this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If the Justice ends up like ninth overall, that's and like I, a massive failure for a team like that. I know I'm sticking my neck out because they have the talent to win. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They like. They could yeah. win. Like, I actually think they're one of the teams that have enough talent in their roster to win the whole but I'm, thing. Yeah, I'm if tempted they, to say everything it no one together. else is saying it. You know, I'm I'm tempted to yeah. like slide the hot take in, and then when oh when it doesn't happen, God. I'll just slide it back out again. <laughs> I feel like you've been licking frogs, man. This is nuts. <laughs> All right. So what was the other one? Which team have we rated too low? If you if you're a player and you're sat there watching this and you're fuming because you know your team is just actually elite and these Papagas have rated you what fucking nineteenth? I can't believe it or whatever whatever we've rated them. Which team is gonna roast us on social at the end of the year for ranking them way too low? I'll go first. I think it's the Houston Outlaws. I think I think you guys are underestimating the talent that they have on that roster. I think 16th is criminally low. I think they can have a really good season. And I know it's Scrimbucks, and that is the classic Scrimbucks exchange, but I even before that, I actually really like their roster. I could mm. see them getting up to 12th. I think 12th through 16th could be reasonable positions to put Houston. I think 7th or 8th mm. is where they could end up. 
I think they could end up. I think they could end up better than Atlanta and Mayhem. Yeah. Bro, he's, yo, he must got, he must yo, have, he Alvo, must not, have, he, he must take have, check and direct he, he must have some, he may have some insider knowledge on the kind of Look contract that Jake got, is. and he's Holy like, and he's shit. like, yo, Look I ride, that. I ride this broadcast out one more year, bro. I go back to be a support coach. I get the bag with somebody. You think they could, you think they could be a mayhem? Who have you been talking to? Have you been talking to Jake? Is that your source? No, I, I honestly, I wish I could say I had more insider information than I do, but I don't. I just like, the, the only thing that I can really reference of like when I was like, wow, Houston are doing really well is the Crimson retweet. Obviously he's inside, so he's biased, but he was saying that like, they had that in that like fourth or fifth and they Scott, were saying this was the can, most Can you accurate. find that tweet? Scott, we're, we're, on the, we're on the Plachai YouTube uh, channel. We're not, we're not on yours. You don't have to, you don't have to talk about good about the outlaws to get the views here. You know, we, we got, we got <laughs> oh, them. Really? In. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can, you can say whatever you want. Don't, don't, yeah. Don't feel like you need to say a lot of good things about Dallas and, uh, and Houston to get views. So we're, we're, we're fine. Yeah, we're okay. Uh, here, here we are. Here we are. And this is actually makes, uh, you look, uh, even sillier as well. Uh, let me put in the, the plat chat. Yeah, I mean, this is um th this is based this is, on this is a, current this scrims, be... right? This is so it, it's a it's a retweet, but uh, it oh, has oh yeah yeah I, I saw this. it has uh, Atlanta rain at three, Gladiators at one, which is interesting. Shock at two, Atlanta at three, Justice at four, and Houston Outlaws at five. And that's what I think. Like I think it's reasonable. Like that is where we are at. And yeah, the right interesting now, one was, but people are saying that this is the best meta for Houston, and I think people are worried about the rest of the season because uh, that's where. See, I but feel. I don't. See, but I don't think they're awful in dive. Like, I don't think this is going to be like, like if we do go to a dive situation, like they, super sick, yeah. they still got Happy Dante, like Crimson Juby, I think have shown yeah. a good amount of flexibility. I actually like Crimson. We haven't obviously seen Juby play in the league, but yeah, I like Crimson too. it's it's still a hot take, remember, right? Like it's sure, probably sure. not going to happen, but sure. uh, like, I think there's potential. But if it does, you look fucking amazing. I'm going to be fucking- Nobody will really Houston. hate you. I never thought I'd work. cheer for yeah. Houston, but you guys got this. I- yeah, I think Houston is the obvious example, to be honest, because they're such a volatile team. Because even, even when we're rating them that low, we're saying that they can go up or down massively. Um, but I still think that where you're placing them up is way higher than where I would place them up. Like, I think their up season is um, max, max probably like 11th, uh, to be honest. But... Yeah, maybe if some other teams above them completely shit the bed as well, they could sneak a little higher. But top 10 to me seems like a, an insanely good year from the Houston <laughs> Outlaws. Like, unreal season. I um, want to say something dumb. Oh, Matt, it's never stopped you before. <laughs> Let go Matt go ahead. first then. Okay, hear me out. I think Seoul is the team that I have that would not perform that great. All right. Okay. Going down. Oh my That's God, what I said gonna, before. You're going to... He's going to say... I that. think Fusion... You know, maybe they don't have some players at the beginning. I think Chengdu. I think Chengdu could be the second best Ooh. team in APAC and maybe jump up to like fifth where we're there. Uh, mm. I, I, I think the charge, look, if there was any year for Chengdu to break free of the, the stigma of the Chengdu, Chengdu zone and whatnot, uh, you know, New York's not the same. Spark isn't the same charge. The Valiant are there. If so, all they really need is Soul and Fusion to not be that good and for them to perform well, and they can get there. I'm going to, I think I'm going to go a similar route to you. Ooh. I'm going to pick Chengdu. Oh, no. 
I China, this... you were the one who were like, oh, you've been on the Chinese crack pipe. These no, pills are not as good as you think they are. I said I'm not are. doing Chengdu. I said I'm not doing He said he's not Chengdu. doing Chengdu. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but I am still smoking the Chinese crack pipe. I think the Hangzhou Spark is the thing that's the most <laughs> Oh, of course. Yes. I think, yes, it's, I think it's the Hangzhou Spark. I think Custer's been whispering sweet nothings in our ears, lulling us into a false sense of security about this. Because the thing is, this... There is a universe in which Spark figure out their issues uh, and, and actually, and I don't mean issues in terms of like, there's a large amount of issues. There is one core fundamental, well, two, I, I suppose. The one being the communication structure that they need to put in place in order to field a, a Korean or Chinese team. And two is actually managing the roster effectively, right? But I think some of the roster decisions are pretty simple for this team. Like you should be wanting to play Gushui and Liga all the time. Yeah. You should be wanting to play shy almost yep. all the time. And yep. I think you should be leaning towards a Korean back, uh, sorry, a Chinese backline as well. I think that yeah. as, if they can nail that aspect and if the players perform as expected, that's a sick team. That blows Chengdu out of the water. Get yep. fucked, mate. There's a new Chinese team in town and it, it's called the Hangzhou Spark. And baby, they're going to be moving from their position at 12th. If they can fix that shit, they're gonna be. They're fucking. They're riding the gravy train whoop, all the way up. Whoop, yeah. <laughs> whoop. Whoop. Yep. That Hangzhou Sparks peak five, yeah. up up towards number five, baby. Their yep. peak is elite. Johnny I'm with so a hot take. To Shanghai is gonna get team. better. Huh? <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Is did you take the wrong vaccine, mate? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> like, what's with you? What's in your body, mate? I, I can't believe this guy. I actually, I actually, kind of, I, I kind of agree with Sideshow. I don't think uh, we're doing the spark justice. Uh, I actually think that they, like, if they're if they're good, they could definitely be like top five if they figure it out. I don't think they'll figure it out. That's the thing, though. So they're not my team. Oh, right, right. get on the Chengdu wagon with me. You know you want to ride Amon with the get ball. Get off the all wagon. The to, Don't get on the, the wagon with this idiot. Get on. Get on. <laughs> you know, you know you want to root for them. They picked up Gaga it's and they're so gonna play Amon. Uh Hear me out. <laughs> Boston uprising. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I, I like Boston. I that was my other one. I think I agree with Johnny on this one. Give it to him, Johnny. <laughs> I think that this could be like the consistent roster among a lot of other teams trying to figure their shit out. Toronto Defiant, Where do they get to? Trying to figure their shit out. Houston Outlaws, figuring their shit out. Spark, NYXL, Atlanta, you're like betting on their firepower. Yeah, where are you going? Where, you where are we oh, going? Where oh, are we going? You already They don't have Christian Striker anymore. Wake up, Jonathan. You're stuck in 2018. Wake up. Your family loves you. Did they get crusty back? Like, what the fuck <laughs> happened? Look, like, if, if I, I think it could be better than Atlanta. I think it could be eight. And if Dallas goes to shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. I want to throw my headset through my monitor. There's no. Uh, 
Look, it's a dark horse pick, right? I'm not saying that I would like them there. I'm no, you're trying it's a to dark make a horse pick. I'm saying that we probably underrated. The, I think so wait, this is a consistent uh, roster. I think the backline <laughs> of Faith and Myeongbong is really good. I think Lori. You know, they're bringing a lot. Of, <laughs> they're bringing a lot of people over from. Is it called? Yeah. Oh my to, god. You know, you're, I, you know, they're bringing a lot of people over from the. Uh, yeah, they're bringing them over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice oh my god. Look, they bring a lot of pieces over. Valentine's sick. I think that stand one, he's not amazing, yeah. but he's consistent. If Punk goes to shit, they promote Cable, see you from the Boston Academy, and then they have a solid backline with Faith and Myonbong, and I think they're incredible, and I think they'll be consistent. And if other teams go to shit, they'll just get free placements in the standings. Lord yeah, but you said they were going to beat Dallas. Like, I, I agree with everything you until you like, said they were no, going to beat Dallas. That is if Dallas beats the fuel. <laughs> then, true. God almighty. I, I mean, can't wait. Is this the best season? This if... Is this the best season in terms of competitiveness? That we've oh, had? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, without, without a doubt. This could be the I best mean, season of all time. I mean, even some of those teams, now, like, even some of those teams, like, 11-12, like, they have, I mean, look, they don't have a chance to win the league. I mean, I'm not going to sell you on that shit, but like they have a chance to be competitive with some of those other teams above them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're not going to win the league. I mean, you can put a tier break probably from five up, but they got a chance against some of those other guys. Yeah, I could see like NYXL taking some matches off of like Fusion and Salt. NYXL like, I think was the other one I was thinking about. NYXL was the other one I was thinking about are with Chengdu. Are we missing a tier break in the top seven? I think we are. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, between yeah. Justice and Fusion, four and yeah. five, I think. Do you think it's four and five? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, but you hate the Justice, so it's not really fair that <laughs> no, you I have the market. I hate the Justice. No. I don't hate them. <laughs> no. You know, no, no, no. Hey, oh my hey. God. Kurt, get, him, get the marker away from him. There we go. There it is. Do you have a hammer and a nail to nail into justice the wall so justice. you can hang it up? Uh, I mean... Oh. No. <laughs> it's going to take a, a little oh, finesse maybe. to look, get that on look, the wall. Look, I can do this for you. Wait, you just take a chair. I mean, you can't see now. it because the glare I, I, is so bad. It's terrible. Yeah, just stand there. Yeah, the just whole hold time. it. And that's yeah, good. Hold it. Yeah, perfect. Hold on. I actually want to see something. How close is this? to the fucking rankings we were giving teams with the letters and shit. Did we actually even come anywhere close to, to getting to where oh, we were? Let's have a look at the Custer effect. <laughs> yeah, let's see, see how, how much, much I... cuss they impacted do you, us. Do you have the post? Have the post uh, I'm gonna find it, yeah. Uh, what do you want me to pull up? I have the, uh, the Custer Somebody ranks. did a thing. No, 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 don't bring up any Or the Platchat one. Somebody, somebody did a thing like, yeah, yeah, the Platchat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, my God. What the fuck did we do? Okay. Florida. How the hell were we ranking these teams? Why is Atlanta so low? What did you guys... What the... Everything else is pretty Who is on the... And I, was tell you, yeah, I was on the Atlanta episode. I'll tell you why... Where's the I'll shock? I'll tell you why we... Yeah, where is the shock? Oh, this, they did this before the shock. <laughs> oh, yeah, so shock, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you why Atlanta was so low. Because we weren't willing to put them in the B tier with, like, the competent teams... Because they had never proven anything, and also their coaching is a major issue. And I think both of those things could still bite them in the ass. Like they they could absolutely still drop down. But I mean, where have we got them in terms of NA? We've got them at the, I mean, shock, 
Justice, Gladiators, Mayhem, Dallas. We've got them at sixth in NA, right? Yeah. I think. Whereas on our board, we've got them at fifth. So it's not mm. a major difference. We oh, just really? flipped them in the mayhem, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what? We have a... Uh, oh, no, well, I guess... Uh, what? Hangzhou and Guangzhou? We have is, uh, we have New York higher than them on yeah. ours. Today. Yeah, what, what, so what, what, have we, what have we significantly changed here? I think mayhem. I think we've become yeah. lower on the mayhem over time. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of their position. Uh, and we're higher on Seoul as well. I think we've given Seoul more credit. God, I'd say this, we're higher on Atlanta than New York. I'd say New York as well got a bit of a boost. Yeah. Also, I think that Hangzhou and Guangzhou both benefited from um, the, the B tier instead of being a C tier team. I think in our standings, yeah. they're definitely both in that C tier. Whereas I'm still simping. The little pink finger bang. Pow, pow It's going to shoot its way into the B tier. <laughs> God, this season, just looking at disappoint. looking at the teams just across the league, like there's so many good games this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, honestly, games. the first weekend, the first weekend, there's some banger of a games. Houston versus Dallas, I think, is actually going to be really interesting. Yeah. And then I like think... Mayhem versus Atlanta, like that's the kickoff I... match, I think, right? Dallas Houston. Yeah, I, think I think we're so. not going to appreciate how like precious these games will be <laughs> because we're so used to just having like these marathon schedules with so many games and now we have less games and the competition is like so high that all yeah. of these games will be like super sick and they'll be so valuable for our teams like they, they, all the matches are so important and they, they'll all be sick it's gonna be banging well so here, here's a ridiculous i mean obviously oh, you can do go. this uh if you could take let's say uh where would you draw the line of team this year that would have won or made it to the finals in season one like how much has the league progressed like would you have said like this year's mayhem back in like season one would have been what yes yeah season one this mayhem right now this iteration of mayhem if they played against the team that played in the 2018 finals mayhem would win we talked about this in the video like people have gotten so much better i think you could go all the way down to 10 maybe titans maybe i think paris could probably potentially beat old school london you we've gotten so much better yeah the game has changed so much yeah yeah like i was good back then come on it was (laughs) look at us now (laughs) um yeah we could discuss all sorts of theoreticals like this for the rest of time and uh, go over all of the opening matches and stuff but we do actually have another episode before the season begins so we, uh, mm. we should probably save some stuff for that. How long have oh. we been going for here, Kurt? This feels like we've been going for a while. I think it's potentially the longest Plat Chat Overwatch episode we've ever done. Yeah, well, that sounds Good. about right. Flood it's it with ads, five hours. Flood it with ads. Flood <laughs> it with ads. <laughs> oh, true. Right, every well, 15 that's... minutes. I think it's... Well, 15. Every team. Every time we pick a team, put an ad in. Put an yeah. ad in. Every I, time Custa yeah. speaks. <laughs> Have we got something we should be teasing for next week or something? I can't remember. Am I just Are we doing, should we do awards next week? Should we do like MVP, predict MVPs and dark horse and finalists yeah, and, and champions rookie of and all the that? year and stuff like that? Yeah, 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 we potentially could bring on some guests for that as well. Maybe some talent that we haven't Ooh, had yeah. on. For oh, a yeah, Kurt's going to allow us to bring guests on. I'm sure. Let's not have cast on. I'm sure no, people no, would have no. wanted us this episode to talk about the new talent that was announced as well, but they haven't all been announced as of recording this, so we're saving that for next week as well. So, um, yeah. yeah. 
All right, well, we'll see you around. I'm glad you guys have all taken this really calmly and you're all posting really supportive, sure, nice nothing comments. nothing crazy in the comments yeah. or on Reddit about our rankings. No, These are the gone, gospel. Hmm, yes, that is interesting. I have watched the whole video and not just commented on the headline. Hmm, I definitely didn't just see a screenshot of this and mauled immediately at the position of my favorite team. I calmly and rationally watched the video and took in the uh, arguments and thought about my own and I will now, present all them they do a is, reasonable uh, do is just see the thumbnail with you wide and just spam wide show over and over again that's it i mean that's all that's Could all that worse. happens i mean I'll, yeah. I'll give you i'll give you the Could thumbnail right now if you wide. like the white wide show but with the reflection of my big fat forehead like that <laughs> Whoa! that is a fucking thumbnail holy right shit there. oh god is that man. voldemort that is that is a scary face all right bye we'll see you next week bye P professor quirrell <laughs> <laughs> Bye, bye, everybody. Please turn it off. <laughs> Stop flying in lower thirds. Turn it off. <laughs> 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 I